<laughs> all right, you guys want to do this podcast at 120 BPM? Sweet. What? All right, cool. Yeah, I'm we're turning off the metronome for this one. I think we we can probably keep our own. You got time. it. 120. All right. Skiddly do. No, we're gonna do like freeform jazz. We're all gonna be on different tempos. Skip yeah, bop, beep, ba boop, beep, bop. Yeah, this one's in C sharp diminished, bro. <laughs> well, you were here before, right? You were with uh, Mike's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I knew. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, it's the first time it's Chris been in the studio, and I was like, no, it's not. No, I was here. I was here for yeah, dude, uh, get the, the fuck conf- out. <laughs> 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 first time. I thought this was the first time. Yeah. Uh, I've never been here before, actually. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> this is nice. I like it. Thank you. I like it. The studio. I like the Guardians of the Galaxies Volume Two poster. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually cried during that movie. Two? I cried during one. I cried, dude. Two, two got two, two got is, to me. Okay. Yeah. When uh, daddy stuff, I guess. Yeah, you when he's like, he's stuff? like, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the Gay Volume Two. Yeah, did you not notice the Obviously. little puns we threw in there, dude? I mean, <laughs> my <a> pun. <laughs> it's a pun, right? It's a pun. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's totally a pun. Yeah. No, it's like uh, Jordan. What were you calling it last week? Blockout poetry. Yeah. You I called like you called Jimmy a poet last week? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, really. Actually, that was Eric's idea. I think it's you would called, think uh, that'd be my idea. That was Eric's idea. Yeah, was Homophobia, idea. but you know. Yeah, yeah. my yeah, idea was know. to not do that. And I said, Eric, that's wrong. <laughs> Eric, that is wrong and not funny. Yeah. <laughs> of Eric course. said, "Fuck you, bro." Of course, that's Fuck how it, pussy. went down. We're doing it. That's <laughs> how it went down. Said, "All right, whatever, dude." No, I got up on the chair to do it, and Jimmy was like, "Wait, what are you doing?" I'm like, "You'll see." And then, like halfway doing it, he was like, ha, ha, ha. I lost oh, it. Man. Lost it. <laughs> oh, man. That's his reaction to everything, though. You could have been hanging yourself. He would have been like, ha, ha. Yeah. True. Dude, we did. You did walk on in on me to hanging myself one time. Not really hanging myself, but yeah. for that video we shot. Oh, yeah. Was that the one with uh... Scott? Yeah. Go on. Yeah, dude. You said you say a bad word in that video. <laughs> I do. I yeah, do. Any listeners? It was a different time. Jimmy's spot. It what, was a different wait, time. what's the word? It says what's the fag word. Oh, what like like hard f? Hard f. Hard f. Hard f. I didn't. I didn't Scooby Do it. Right. Yeah, dude. Uh, Travis came with all the snacks. So anyone who's ever berated us in public about eating on the podcast. Just be warned, we're eating on the podcast this episode. <laughs> we're eating them Reese's Pieces. We're eating like very chewy, like mouthy, watery snacks. Sour so. Patch Worms or whatever they're fucking called. Gummy Worms. But yeah, live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Suleski. Eric Laser. Tonight on the cast, we got first time on the cast. Not first time in the studio, though. We got Chris Hudson. What's up? Baltimore comedian. Runs a good monthly show, Everything Will Be Okay at the Crown. Every third Thursday. Fourth Thursday. Fourth Thursday. <laughs> Fourth Thursday. Wait, I thought it was and third. Then, it's fourth Thursday. And then every second Thursday, you have Fresh Five. Yeah, Fresh Five. Which is what I'm assuming that's just... It's a new material. fresh material showcase. Cool. Yeah, new material showcase. It's just an excuse to do new jokes in front of people. And then we also right. have uh, Travis Marshall. Hello. Past guest, friend of the show. And then sitting next to him, no mic tonight. Because last week you were a little too much, Jordan. No. <laughs> you, you've, you've silenced him. He's silenced over there. We've got to censor him, dude. All right, we'll, give him, we'll, give, we'll give him the mic for a minute. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Jordan Levine on the couch, too. I think we're going to have a surprise drop in from my brother at some point as oh, well. Oh, your brother? We're packing this place. Dude, out. I met your brother like once. Yeah, and he Alex. was just like. 
Alex was popping through. He was like, yeah. On the Amazon. He was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Eric's brother. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, cool. That's exactly what I thought his brother would uh, talk like. <laughs> yeah. They do talk very alike. They do talk very alike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, before the cast, I mentioned I was going to break some news about Newports. I heard a rumor. Can I borrow one? Yeah, man. Y- yeah, you can borrow it, dude. <laughs> I'll give it back. Yeah, That's yeah. still my favorite thing to say. Can I? Bo- I'm, I'm going to borrow that real quick. So just, someone told it. me, an undisclosed source, that apparently there are little serial codes in every Newport cigarette butt for tracing crimes. What? Where? That's what like, I heard. If there's like a cigarette at the crime scene, they can see where it got shipped to to be sold they can see where it was bought from they can see when it was bought when it was bought damn do every cigarette have this or only newport i think just newports is that that's fucking crazy wait give me that box that's what i heard i have not verified this and the person that said it to me also said i have not verified this. all right Jimmy, (laughs) go this is a triple unverified fact at this point go commit a crime and leave a butt i was saying i was like i i do smoke newports a lot is it like in the pattern or is I don't it like think underneath that's the true. I think there's a little RFID chip in inside of it. Excuse me. All right, all right. Now there's a chip. There's no chip. And once you smoke a full here, pack, dude. it's in your body. And that's no, how they're going to RFID all of us. So wait, dude. you're saying no, theoretically dude. if your friend smokes a Newport yes. and you get your friend's cigarette butt, you can plan it when you do a murder and yes. he's going to get implicated. He's going to get implicated, yes. All right. At oh, the very man. least. Based off of the Newport Act of 2017. I, I feel like if they put serial <laughs> Who numbers... Who told you this? <laughs> uh, John Burkhart. Uh, okay. I think they can't do that because then that would make these bad for you. That's true. That's true. true. They have yeah. to meet certain health codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the ink would fuck it up. That would make it bad for you. They're easily the least yeah. healthy sick besides maybe arguably American spirits. American spirits are disgusting. No, dude. American spirits from the land. It's from like the fucking Indian That's true. Yeah, Native Americans make those. Yeah. Well, they oh, don't yeah. Like sorry, Native Americans. They don't Native like Americans gave us sick. All right, Jimmy. That's that's one point for Jimmy there, right there. <laughs> Can I borrow a lighter? Um. Yeah, dude. The only borrowable thing you've asked to borrow, the lighter. <laughs> Although lighters do, lighters do disappear. Travis, you gotta be careful. I, will I be actually stole that these last worms. night. <laughs> yeah. Dude, borrow I, all the worms you want. I'm borrowing you know, they wouldn't know worms. unless you left that cigarette butt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I asked for a lighter from a bartender in Fells. I was like, can I ha- use was this that lighter? A move? Was that a move, Jimmy? Were you like, hey, can I borrow your lighter? You yeah, that's I mean? the ultimate pickup line, dude. Because yeah. it's a guaranteed, guaranteed conversation at least for a second. And then I made a joke and I was like, I'm stealing this shit. And then I checked my pockets in the night and I had it. And I was like, oh, she thinks I was serious. And I was. (laughs) Turns out I was serious. At least you're honest. Yeah, you're honest. That's what she's looking for. She's looking for an honest guy. Looking for honest. I'm going to come back. She's like, wow, he really did steal my lighter. You're like, yeah, I told you I would. so genuine. (laughs) (laughs) What a sweet boy. What a sweet thief. He must be Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood. I gave gave to the fucking poor over here, dude. Gave to fucking (laughs) Travis Marshall. <laughs> Jordan gave me the lighter, <laughs> not you. <laughs> yeah, dude, they couldn't see that. Yeah, the cameras that aren't on. <laughs> oh, the cameras aren't on. I took a shower for nothing. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Chris was busy brushing his hair. Apparently, That's dude, your I'm... hair looks phenomenal. Did you blow dry it today? I didn't blow dry it. It's just kind of a natural process where I shake it out like a dog. Looks <laughs> <laughs> good. He has his cat lick him for two hours. Yeah, actually, my cat does lick my hair sometimes when I'm like laying down. <laughs> but that's what cats do when they like you. They're like. Eh. Aren't their teeth like natural combs? They have like those prickly things on their teeth. Yeah, right? dude. Their no, their tongues like have like little spikes in it. Jesus Christ, feels dude. feels kind of weird. Jeez. Yeah. Just another reason to not like cats for me. Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, no one talks about 
putting catnip on their balls, right? Yeah. Yeah, because catnip doesn't work that way. No, but well, also, they would like, lick it, but that would not feel the, good. Yeah, the tongue doesn't feel good, so pe- there's no like. I'm not going to say any names, but there was a kid in our middle school that <laughs> admitted to putting peanut butter on his balls and Damn. having his dog lick it off, and he was like one of the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I remember. You remember this? Yeah. Nice. He was one of the cool nice. kids. Yeah, yeah. And he and instantly he had a funny became name too for that to be. <laughs> His name was Woody. Uh, (laughs) 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 What? But he instantly became a not cool kid after that. It was like the fast. Oh, I thought he became cool because the dog licked Peter. We started calling him Woody after his name was Todd. No, it was, it was the fastest descent down the social hierarchy I've ever seen. I was like, you should like, have never admitted that, dude. That, like, nobody, nobody hung out with him. Nobody, nobody hung out like, with him. He got canceled before cancel culture was a thing. Exactly, dude. dude. there were things that you'd get canceled for. Shitting in class, canceled. 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 Hold on. That, hold on. Canceled. that might be per in county. Like middle school. Because in Anne Arundel County, uh, there was a kid, there was a substitute teacher, and he wouldn't let him go to the bathroom, so the kid just straight shit in the trash can. Damn. Dude, that's exactly. So that's, oh. that's dope. It was really fun. He got expelled, but he was cool. Yeah. Dude. So, in our situation, this is Dumbarton, this kid, uh, he, same situation, he asked to go to the bathroom during, like, a science lab or something like that in, like, sixth grade, and the teacher was just like, no, and he just shit himself. <laughs> he shit himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He oh, you himself. can't shit yourself. You gotta shit in a, like, and he in walked, a trash he, receptacle. He, he walked out, and the shit was, like, dripping out of the bottom of his pants, oh. and I accidentally stepped in it. <laughs> and the girl that I liked a lot at the time was like, ooh, Jimmy, you smell like shit. <laughs> 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 and I was like, that was like my first moral conundrum where I was like, do I tell her that I stepped in that kid's shit or do I say I stepped in dog shit? So I went for dog shit. But it does have a, I, I went for it. I didn't want to blow up a spot. But then like four yeah. years later, he bitched me in band class about something completely unrelated. Obviously, it was four years later. And you were like, that's why you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, why I, I stepped to, in your shit. I tried yeah. to cover for him, dude. I mean, he already wasn't like a cool kid, but that definitely brought yeah, him down the ladder. Yeah, he sunk down, dude. But like any, shitting any in the trash can is bold. Anyone did any like of that cancel shit? They would immediately just start hanging out with people from the grade below them. Well, that's not really cancel shit. That's just like embarrassing. Like if I shit my pants I know, I'm right just here, using like today's. Nothing would happen. I can shit my pants right now. Yeah, well, but you wouldn't get canceled. Sure. I wouldn't get canceled. You'd be like, "Yo, Travis, cancel." We'd he make sh- you get us a new couch, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's the kind of shit that, like, I don't it is know. A brown couch already. <laughs> like when you're at that age, you're so concerned with trying to be like cool that I feel like at this age, if somebody was on the cast and they were like, "Yo, I'm not gonna lie." I put peanut butter on my balls and my dog licked it off. Pretty solid. What are you right. telling us, Jimmy? I have not done that. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Jimmy has fish, and what he's trying to say is... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're building this elaborate backstory, and we accept this person. Yeah, you're like, by the way, person, it was me. Uh, it was <laughs> put some, uh, I, uh, some algae on there. My middle yeah. name is Woody. So you can train fish to feed from your hands, and then any time you put your finger... Into the tank, the fish come to your finger and start nibbing on it. Yeah. So then, what you do is <laughs> you put well, fish have, food all they over have your the dick. fish that literally suck the side of the tank. True, dude. I didn't dude, think about this. You get your dick clean oh. too. <laughs> get all that oh. algae off your dick, dude. <laughs> oh. It's hygiene, bro. <laughs> oh, I have something I want to bring up. I saw on Twitter. Here's yeah. a term you'll probably never heard. What? Clit cheese. Ew. Clit is that like dick cheese? But it's clit? like a, it's like a schmegma. Yeah, yeah. It's like a you know when there's like a little extra skin. 
Interesting. And it's just, uh, it happens. It happens. One what of my happens? friends said that he was eating a girl out. He met at a bar one time, and he, before he went down on her, he picked something out of her vagina that looked like like a piece of like cottage cheese or something. What? Wait, Ooh. hold on. Whoa, I mean, whoa, maybe, whoa! A piece but, of cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, but there's all kind of moisture shit out there. I think that's reasonable. That's fair. It could have just. It might have been like a yeast infection or something weird. That sounds like what a yeast infection would be. A yeast As, infection is just a piece of cottage cheese. I think yeah. so. Yeah. As four men just with like no vagina, you don't need antibiotics. You just I don't need to know. Just kind of take it out. Just take that. You, you just, just need right some out. fresh peaches. And he denied it when I brought it up later, but he definitely told me that story. <laughs> But now who was that? That was Lucas, my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shouts out shouts out to Lucas. <laughs> That's why I refuse to oh, go shit. down on anyone the first time I meet them. That's what that's a specific rule of mine. I, I can see that becoming like a slang term, getting cottage cheesed. <laughs> dude, dude, I totally got dude. cottage cheese last night. Well, Going down on a girl is objectively grosser than going down on a dude. I do believe that. I don't know if that's true. Dude, vaginas are like moist and like there's so much more shit going on but down there. But they're self-cleaning. <laughs> self-cleaning, but like... Where dicks are not. And men are also known for not being as hygienic as women. Yeah, that's true. true. I feel like a true dick facts. is way easier to maintain. It's an external body part. It's You're like, telling me you go down on a guy on the first date? I would rather... If okay, <laughs> so I'm not trying to. I'm not. You know, I'm, I like playing in the middle. But I think what Jimmy's trying to say is a movie isn't as scary if you see the monster. Blair Witch is very scary because you don't see, don't the, monster. see the monster. That's true. That's a good way. You know what it. I mean? You can see the dick. You can see what you're sucking. You see what you got. When you're eating pussy, you're going in blindfold. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You saying there's monsters in the pussy? You're eating shit. You don't know what you're eating. No. Got some cottage know. cheese down there. <laughs> Getting cottage cheese. Some something. I'm just, uh, I know it's like a faux pas to say, and I know that, like, if a girl was listening to this, it'd be like, he doesn't go down. Well, no, I think uh, that's. No, yeah. I, I think you shouldn't do it. I really got to anyway, like you to go that's down. That's like literally me. raw sex on the first day. You know what I it mean? It is. It's so. worse than raw sex, dude. Right. Because you I, can definitely get all kind of STDs. Like I that think way. that's why guys are way more liberal when it comes to who they fuck because it's like. My dick, I look at it's just like like a hand or something like that. I will put that pretty much anywhere, pretty much, and it doesn't like gross me out as much as like. <laughs> he will stick his hand anywhere. <laughs> like okay, I wash yeah. dishes with my hand. <laughs> I'll dude, do just better. I take out I'm the trash with my food hand. Food in the pan with my hand. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I'll do any, like, but like with the vagina, it's like you're inviting somebody into your body. It's a, it's a way bigger, it's a bigger deal. That's a deal. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I didn't mean to fucking uh, make you guys have to participate in my bullshit. (laughs) 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 What were you guys up to earlier? Were you guys together this whole day? No, no, no. I was... was, uh, Were you working today? The fuck did I do today? Chris, you go first. I don't know what I did today. I'll have to figure it out. What do you mean you don't know what you You did today? You said you are busy till five. What did that mean? Yeah, what did that mean? Bro? I was with Abby all day, but I feel like we had to. We were at that. Uh, oh, we went to Flower Mart. That's okay. what we did. It was fun. Oh yeah, you saw puppies and shit. You yeah, went to a yeah. Puppy we, parade. It was like a flower festival at uh, Mount Vernon. Oh, cool. And then they had like a dog parade and stuff like that. It was pretty okay. cool. And then what we, were the um, dogs doing in the parade? Were they doing like tricks and shit? Were they? There were zero tricks. They were wearing costumes. That was kind of. What do you fun. mean zero tricks? It's dog parade. There's no tricks. No, no tricks, tricks, dude. 
Dude, I would complain to somebody at the dog parade. So like, at hey, least what? one dog, even the headlining flip. dog didn't do a trick. Do a flip. <laughs> Headliner. You can make, dogs can flip really easily. Dogs, you can pretty much, I mean, you can teach a dog to do that kind of or stuff. Or like at least stand on their hind legs and kind of like, like do a like. You think <laughs> about dog tricks. Shimmy. They'll sit, they'll lay down, they'll roll over it. Right? That's, no, like, that's your dog, standard tricks. That's the standard tricks. These standard were not tricks. show dogs, okay? This was an underwhelming parade, I'll say. Well, that's because he was in fucking Mount Was it Mount a parade Vernon, or was it like the a... effort in. It's it Mount Vernon. There's all kind of cool dogs there. Is it a dog walk? Yeah, it was. Exactly. You know, it was, was it a parade or was it like well, a bunch of friends walking Well, what is a parade? A parade is just a human walk, really. So you put yeah, but even the it. humans are doing tricks. They're doing flips and juggling and fucking what kind playing of the trombone and stuff. Okay, the trombone is a trick. If the dog was playing a trombone, that would be fucking cool. Humans do things in parades, dude. Yeah. That's the Some whole point. Time. It's not just... Uh, if, if it's just a bunch of people walking down a street, that's more like just like a protest or something Well, yeah, but humans aren't as cute as Dogs. Is that the difference between parades and protests? Tricks. So. <laughs> yeah, tricks. The more tricks you do, the more of a yeah. Open that. Could you imagine somebody there. doing tricks in a protest? That would be. You know, that might work. <laughs> I saw. I saw dudes on ATVs at protests when the when the uprising happened. There was protests. Oh yeah, the ATVs were doing wheelies and shit. Oh, yeah, the twelve dude. o'clock boys. That's dude. how you yeah. stick to the man, dude. The yeah. man hates tricks, dude. <laughs> the man hates. does hate tricks. <laughs> he he sees people tricks. fucking popping wheelies. He's like, God, we gotta change the system. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we gotta listen to these kids. <laughs> these kids got a point. It's a full 180, dude. Never seen anything like it. <laughs> 180 for justice. His wheel is justice. 12 o'clock. His wheel is 12 o'clock. Are you seeing this? <laughs> that boy is at 12 o'clock. <laughs> that boy's at 12 o'clock for <laughs> sure. Fucking big wigs up in their balcony, just looking down like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> Needless to say, the big wigs were unmoved by the dog parade today. No tricks. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. They were like, fuck it. Just let the people walk their dogs. Just just dogs Dude, I walking. feel like I caught the end of the dog parade because I was at uh, the Sandlot today for the first time. It's oh. like down in Harbor East. Oh, no, you saw the, uh, that was the... It was Pug Day or some shit. There was, well, there might have been a dog parade there, too. There was so there many wasn't a, today. There wasn't a parade, but I was at the Sandlot. It was my roommate, okay. Evan, Evan Donahue. Uh, he had like a little party down there for his birthday. All of his friends came. One of his, our old roommate, Dane, flew in from Georgia. It was very nice. It's a cool surprise. But... There were like hundreds of pugs there today. It well, was what one I was of the say coolest there was, um, ever. It was the uh, the moving sculpture parade or something like that. Yeah. So it was like they started at the uh, AVA and they yeah. went all the way to I think Patterson Park or something like that. Oh, shit. And they had like all these like crazy like there was like a giant alligator sculpture thing. Oh. It was it was basically a parade with like these giant like metal sculptures. Nice. We had a uh, Towson Fest a competing. Yeah, there were so many things today. Dude, I did so many things today. What was Towson Fest? I went to Towson Fest. Uh, sounds like there was way more tricks there. I'll just open up with that. Was there dogs? Uh, I see, saw I knew, a couple dogs. See, couple I knew we should have gone to Towson Fest. I was trying to go. Towson Fest, Fest is cool. Towson Fest is very cool. Yeah, we went there with my brother, who is now a uh, secret uh, watcher of the cast. Yeah, he's in the background, <laughs> dude, watching, dude. No, I got, uh, I got two... I'm gonna say gyro. I got I got berated today for pronouncing it's pronounced gyro in Greek. Yeah. But oh, I is that how it, I've yeah, always yeah. wondered. I thought it was hero. <laughs> Somebody told me it was hero. Well, it really depends where you're at, dude. I'm I code switch when I talk to to white people, dude. So I just fucking hit them with. So the how fun. would you pronounce it to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say gyro to you. Well, you how is it pronounced? Yiro. 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 The rolled R. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I know. Me neither. Half the time. <laughs> but I got my first one and it was uh, not good because I got it from like a non-Greek place and then I went to a Greek place and it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I got two euros, baby. 
Dude, I got <laughs> bitched out at my stand I went to. Well, not the taco stand. The tacos were good, but I went next door to it, to that, like, big shitty stand where they sell, like, everything. They sell, yeah. like, everything imaginable. That oh, you is it like one of the, like, hot dog, hamburger, french yeah. fries? Yeah. yeah. And then they all have, like, the old food sitting out to, like, make you want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very shitty. It's like, oh, this looks old. But I was like, let me get, <laughs> let me get the lemonade. <laughs> I love getting lemonade at festivals. Like that's that. where the lemonade is, dude. It's the best yeah. lemonade. So I got a lemonade, and he was like, "I gave him my card," and he was like, "Oh well, there's like a three dollar charge too." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be like ten dollars." And I'm like, "What?" Fuck. And I was like, "Whatever." I want dude, this they pulled really the same move on me. That's why I had to get another euro because they fucking tainted <laughs> my first experience. A what? I got a what? Euro. I got no, a no. euro. <laughs> I got a euro and fries. Well, he doesn't code switch to me because yeah. I know the true Jamie. Yeah, yeah you know the true, the true Jamie says euro. Facade, you guys, yeah. dude. Euro. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it and I got the fries and then he, it was a thirteen dollar thing and I was like, you got soda? He was like, no, water and lemonade. And I was like, that's oddly dude. Specific. This is why this is why I love fair food. <laughs> dude, you just the make lemonade. Up. It wasn't even in like a big pitcher. It was in a yellow trash can. <laughs> like, I guess it was yellow, so it's like, yeah, you know, it's lemonade. But it was a yes. big, five, like, ten gallon trash can that they drilled their own spigot into. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, and it's and like the, this is ten dollars, dude. Are the you guy hit me with a fucking two dollar credit card charge, which I guess they just make up on the spot. Yeah, sounds yeah. like it to me. We yeah, went to the same stand. How far are you in, are into the festival? Yeah, if you're on the outskirts. It's cheaper because it'll draw people in. But yeah, in the middle, we're in the middle of the festival. Yeah, we were in the middle they hit him with a, it's like dude how much money do i have to spend before you don't hit me with the fucking credit card charge like i get it if i buy one lemonade but like <laughs> like like some other guy that was here earlier <laughs> buying one lemonade <laughs> <laughs> yeah ten dollars dick you fucking pay ten dollars but like me i got like fries a fucking sandwich i got the whole <laughs> you gotta eat it say anymore dude i'm done done saying Wait, that word was for it the just day. like uh did he use the square is that like how he did it like the square on the ipad yeah dude square doesn't even have a charge like that i think it's yeah. a dollar maybe so he upcharged you dude yeah it's yeah. probably like a dollar if it's even that it might be like five cents i just yeah. gave him the benefit i think of it's a percentage it a ten dollar minimum now I was like, "Fuck it, I don't care." Dude, fair, fairs are the I'm wild, here. wild west for I'm food. Here. They just care. make up their own rules. You can do whatever you want. Like yeah. you just get a trash can, and put lemonade in it, and yeah. you're like, "I'm in the fair," so I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's okay." It's it the I laws don't it. apply to me. I, I really totally like the understand. ones that I don't gotta wear stuff. gloves or anything. I like the ones that are just deep fried everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, deep yeah, fried yeah. Oreo, whatever you want. Deep fried Snickers, deep fried shoe. Fuck it. They're like selling blooming onions, and it's like I think that's a trademarked thing. I can see the Outback takeout package in the background. <laughs> Are you just microwaving TGI Friday freezer snacks? <laughs> I don't it's know. Like this ha- is it's like half a dinner. It's <laughs> a half, it's like, only one rib? No, but then the second place I went to, it, it looked more Greek. And it looked more Greek because it was all 14-year-old boys working there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah. this is authentic. So yes. I went up to it. And I you felt it. You felt, felt the authenticity. I was like, I can feel You're like, this, this is the dude. old country right here. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this brings this is me home. He saw their stack of hemorrhoid seats in the back. Like, this is Greece. This is it, baby. So I got it, and I got a, uh, I got, a, I got another euro, and I got fries. I got Greek fries, which are just regular fries with olive oil and feta cheese yeah, on. Jimmy it. scammed the fuck out of these poor <laughs> Greek people, dude. Wait, poor wait, wait, Greek people. Scam? Poor Greek people. I, you took ordered, advantage of your own. Well, yeah, How I guess did you scam I did. Them? I didn't mean to, sc- dude. I've had two inadvertent accidental scams this week. <laughs> Tell you about the second one, the f- one at the fair. I'm today. still not sure how you scammed them the first time. Well, you bought I, food they were selling. Well, what happened was after I bought the food, 
she was like, oh, did I tell you we don't have any feta anymore? I was like, oh, damn, you guys don't have any feta? Because it was like $3 more for fries with feta on it. And I was like, all right, well, let me just get a soda then. You don't have to refund me or anything. And she was like, we don't have soda. And I was like, great. And then she was like, uh, okay, I'll give you a slice of baklava. And I was like, I've got some rice pudding, though, because I love rice pudding. So she gave me a rice pudding. Same price. Same price. Before you get that fucking cringe on your face that was building up. Same price. And then the fries come out, and there's feta on it. And she was like, Woo! oh, whoops. Turns out we did have feta. And I'm like halfway through my rice pudding. I'm like, well, I'm, I kind of already ate this. So. <laughs> 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 it wasn't really like a scam. It was more like, look, that's on you guys. Like, I'm already, I was waiting for my fucking sandwich, and I ate my rice pudding, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Can I something that happened? Eric and I both noticed this. Jimmy was like, it's like, where'd you get that ice cream to me? Because I got, had some some gelati or whatever with ice cream on. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go see if I saw people walking around with ice cream, and you were like, what do you what? Yeah, what am I talking about? I just I just had rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing we knew, you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was gone, and then we we're like, it was shutting down. It was like eight o'clock, and we we're like all about to leave. We we're like, should we wait for Jimmy, or we'll probably see him on the way out. And then we're like, all right, let's just start walking. And right when we get to like the gate of the courtyard, we're in, you just start walking up with an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go for it, dude. Ice cream is like, Jimmy, you had all these damn sandwiches and feta cheese and I just ice creams. I go in different modes. It's yeah, like I try to be, it. I try to be healthy when I'm being healthy, but when I'm not being healthy, I just fucking shoot for the stars, dude. Dude, I respect that. Like I go I've for gold. Five solid years of not being healthy. <laughs> it's like it, it, it does. It As you're cramming worms down your throat. Yeah, dude. I'm about to be so hot for the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it, dude. I had uh, my other kind of scam. This wasn't really a scam. It wasn't a scam because I didn't seek to scam somebody. But like I bought a guitar pedal from Guitar Center on my gear card, which is like a little thing that you can purchase it's, you don't purchase it. They basically, if you buy enough shit from Guitar Center, they give you this card, and you can just buy stuff for 0% interest and pay it off over the course of a year. They give you a credit card? Yeah, with 0% interest okay. if you're like a preferred customer or whatever. And I spend a lot of money there all the time. And so like I was like, okay. So I bought this guitar pedal on it, and then it just came, and it was used, and it just didn't work. Like I would hit it, and then it would just turn my guitar off. I was like, this is not a good guitar effect at all. So I, took <laughs> <laughs> I can't see any application where this would be ideal. <laughs> so I took it back. And then uh, they were like, all right, so you just want this 100 bucks on your card? And I was like, yeah. And I gave him my credit card, not even thinking. And so I just got $100 straight cash. Well, do wow. you still have to pay the $100 back to the... Yeah, 0% interest. Card. But it went on my credit card, which is charged like interest. So I basically got 100 it's a very minor scam. You got you got a a hundred dollar loan from Guitar Center to pay <laughs> off your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> zero percent. Really interest. fucking pulled the fucking hood over there. Ah, now I owe you a hundred bucks. Ah, <laughs> you got to mortgage a house like this, dude. Who's laughing now? We <laughs> buy a house on my Guitar Center gear card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a guitar shaped house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we got to give him zero interest. He's buying his gear card. <laughs> Just like right. Before he swipes it, just switch it with the D to a house. So he swipes that. <laughs> yeah, so those are my two big time fucking uh, big market scandals I pulled this week. <laughs> Prime time slime, dude. Jeez. Oh, man. So, I mean, we're podcasting. This is the first time Chris has been here. 
Why don't we do a little get to know the boy? Oh, what's up? What you want to know? I feel like you know a lot about me already. I know a lot about I know, but the, the listeners don't. People too. don't. Oh, word. The people don't. You've been doing oh, comedy for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're there in the corner. I yeah. kind of forget you're there. We sometimes. don't have the live stream going on, so Alex and Jordan are here just just to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's what's um, up. But yeah, Chris, you've been. Uh, what are you? How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, like uh, six or seven years. Like six or seven. 2012. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Where okay. are you from? Where you're from? You went to Catonsville High, right? Yeah, I finished out high school there when I moved back up from. Uh, I used to live like around Atlanta a little bit. Oh, for I, real? Yeah, but I moved there from Baltimore. So it was like, I'm from Baltimore, did some growing up in Atlanta, and then came back. Why'd you guys go to Atlanta? Just family shit? Well, yeah, like my dad got a job down in Atlanta, and he was like, he was like, I want to own like a nice house and have land and shit, and that's all he wants, really. So we moved, we moved it like around Atlanta, and then. Was it nice yeah. down there? Is it nicer than here? I mean,. Not, not, I mean, Atlanta, I mean, I moved down there in the 90s. Atlanta had problems. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta was definitely not like, it wasn't like, uh, oh, let's go like fucking stroll downtown. Like, no, like that's yeah. not like a, yeah, that's not something you do, I guess. Damn. I like, like when we first moved to Atlanta, like from Baltimore, we went to uh, Coca-Cola used to have uh, like the underground, like mm-hmm. the, like Atlanta underground, which is like an underground mall. It's not there anymore. Oh, Somebody weird. told me it's gone now. I don't know what happened. It was it caved, in, dude. I think yeah. it caved in or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Poured all the old Coke syrup down there. <laughs> no, but it was an underground mall. And I remember, like, my first memory of Atlanta is, like, being in the underground mall and walking. And I had, this is the 90s, so I got, like, my book bag on with the Beanie Babies hanging out, Obviously. right? <laughs> Obviously. Prize Beanie Babies. No. Pri- what do you mean? What the fuck? You're fl- flexing, dude. Dude, this is You're prime. Peacocking. This is prime Beanie Baby, dude. This is prime. This is, like, you know, ninety. You beanie know, ninety six, ninety seven, nineties Beanie Babies. Yeah, yeah, and like Beanie Babies were like the stock market. They were like <laughs> yeah. these really things were, are gonna build. Dude, people and, thought like they were investments. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that no, was dude. My first uh, somebody, investment. Somebody told me one of the. Somebody told me they made a Princess Diana Beanie Baby that's like super rare, and yeah, I'm like, really? <laughs> there was this one guy I who think spent like, his entire like retirement fund. I think it was like sixty thousand dollars on Beanie Babies, and he was like, these are gonna be worth so much money. I'm gonna be so rich. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just were not. So he just has like this fucking garage. Dude, full. a ton of people did that. Same with like Furbies and shit. Oh, dude, Furbies. That was the just like marketing devil. in the 90s. And Furbies are the, the fucking devil, though. dude. Jesus. Those, I never even got the appeal of those Get rich things. quick schemes, but for toys. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the way they marketed it was, was awesome. Yeah, no, I was in the uh, underground land with the Beanie hanging out, walking, and like... Like, I don't know when or how it happened, but there's so many people in the underground Atlanta mall just walking past you. It's like crowded. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like turning around to like look at my beanie baby, like, like we made in. it, buddy. And it was gone. <laughs> it was gone. Like both the beanie babies were hanging out my book bag were just gone. And it was like, welcome to Atlanta. Like <laughs> Chris, was it like clipped on? Like no, it was hanging like unzip like the, the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unzip the book bag a little bit. It's hanging out the back, like saying hi, like kind of like you're yeah, showing off, kind of like, hey, look, I'm in yeah. Atlanta too. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a beanie cool baby. Kid. I'm like one of Chris's friends, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your only friends. <laughs> oh, nah, I made friends, sort of. So yeah. you moved back. Uh, how old were you when you moved back? Oh, fuck. Uh, did you move back for college, or did you move back probably well, like so, family? So I came back and finished out high school, and then my dad... I didn't know where to go for college, because I was like, oh, I should probably do college. I was like, college is probably what I should do. Like, I don't know what to do, so college is 
it, I should probably do it. And both my parents were like, you should go to college. Like, you need to go yeah. to college. So I didn't know where to go. And my dad sent me a pamphlet for a university in South Georgia I'd never heard of mm. in a town I've never been USG, to. USG, baby. Called, no, it was uh, Valdosta State. Valdosta State. Valdosta State University. He sent Is me. Your it had palm trees. Like a Russian informant or something. <laughs> Dude, that's what it sounds like. There's tons of international students there. It had palm trees on the pamphlet, and it looked kind of tropical. And I was like, I'll go to college there. <laughs> so I just went. Tropical. Damn. For a year, yeah. And then I moved back and uh, started going to UB. Yeah, yeah. University of Baltimore. Yeah, Go okay, UBBs. UB. Their mascot is UB, the UBB. That's correct. It named is. after the named after the fucking uh, famous pianist, UB Blake. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he UB? from Baltimore? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. There's well, a, I also um, didn't know that was a guy. There's so. a banner on the light rail tracks of like him playing piano, but it's just his hands. Oh, <laughs> so you can't tell his hands, dude. They didn't even use his hands. This is UB. <laughs> Damn, dude. But UB has a uh, intramural soccer team. Do you know that? No. They play Micah a few times a year. Who yeah, wins yeah. that one, dude? I if actually m- played... I subbed in for one of those games. Did you time. really? Yeah, what? Because I went to UB for like two years. What? Did out. you really? You're, yeah, you're yeah. UBB? What the fuck? I never well, knew not, that. I didn't graduate. This doesn't matter. You're still a B. Nobody really yeah, graduates yeah. that you're place. You're a true B, bro. <laughs> 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 you're still a B, dude. If yeah, there was ever a game that I would imagine random people could be subbed in to play, it would be between UB and Micah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. It was a lot of like, subs. Literally, the team is never the same every game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who showed up today? It's basically like... Dude, yeah, it was literally like, I just looked <laughs> athletic. So they're like, do you want to... One of my friends is on the team. He's like, do you want to play today? I'm did, like, yeah, sure. Did you we guys win? Uh... Please tell me you beat dude. Micah. I'm pretty sure we won. Dude, you have to win because <laughs> if bad, because if, <laughs> if Micah beats you, you have to go by their rules for the rest of the semester. <laughs> if they beat you <laughs> once, is that how bad they were? If you, they get one win yes. one time, it's yeah. their rules. The rest it's of their the rules for the rest of the semester. It's like a shitty Christ. frat house on beer pong. Like, nope, <laughs> nope, house rules. Nope, not a goal. Not a goal. <laughs> what? <laughs> you kicked it with your left foot. That's fucking cheating, dude. <laughs> How was I supposed to know you were going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so you graduate. What did you graduate from UB with? What uh, was your I, degree? I have a bachelor's in English with a minor in uh, discourse and technology media theory. What the fuck does that nice. mean? It just means that Even I Even the abbreviation for that is You talked about technology. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> We're like, man, the internet's really, really changing good. things. <laughs> <laughs> you do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're using that degree. Talk about robots like every other sentence. Well, I have an English <laughs> degree, so I did a lot of reading, too. So, Ooh. Did you get a job in that field ever? Uh, I was not, not really well sort of I was a, a copywriter for a for a web development company and then I was copywriter freelance but it sucked so I stopped doing it because I hated it but Damn. I did like web copy is- and like manage social media man I managed like like a plumbing company like I would manage their website and their Twitter and I would just like tweet out like uh, you need plumbing you should <laughs> hit this link. And it's got an article to the history of plumbing that I wrote. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> history of plumbing. Yeah. So just stuff like that. I mean, I tried to have fun with it, but I had way too many clients and it was kind of hard to make money. So I mean, I, it's did, stressful. Yeah. Did you start doing comedy while you were in college or is that something you picked up after you graduated? Uh, that was something I started doing in college just from like, you know, being in Baltimore City. And and you just heard about like an open mic or something like that? Yeah, what like was that? your first open mic yeah. back then? I think I think it might have been Dionysus. Okay, I think that might have been the first time because that was so that's right like next right next to UB. Yeah. It was right next to UB. Yeah, yeah. So that like uh, 
It was uh, called 42. It was like a Mike sometime showcase that happened mm-hmm. like once a month at Dionysus. The third Who ran floor. That? Yeah, my brother went to Micah, so he perked up when he said Dionysus. Oh, Dionysus? <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. Dionysus is legendary. That place is legendary. I wish they would open it up again. Oh, it's closed now? Yeah. Really? <laughs> That's what's up, man. Dionysus, man. I still have a matchbook that says Dionysus on it in my room. Yeah, it's like it's like up on the mantle. I'm like, RIP. Yeah. No, 42. but uh, Who ran that? Uh, that was uh, this guy, Alex Hacker, who was a theater guy, but like really oh. liked comedy. So I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. Yeah, you yeah, might be. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, he did, he did, uh, did stand-up for a little bit, and then he kind of got disinterested with it. And then he did the show at The Crown. I think it was the last time he did stand-up. He did that show because he was like, I want to get back into like I want to like fucking do stand-up again. I was like, okay, word, dude, let's do the show. And then he just kind of did it and was like, oh, I kind of, I don't, I don't really like, you know, I'm not into it. <laughs> So where are we at in the timeline right now? We're in what this that was twenty twelve twenty yeah we're the like, same age right? You were class of like the end of twenty actually that wasn't but that open mic wasn't the first time I did comedy because I ha- I uh, was part of a literate the literary magazine editorial staff nice and they had a release party for the Welter which is the literary oh, magazine yeah, 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 yeah. of UB so I was. Oh. <laughs> I was, I'm the Arthur. only one that drops the mic on a podcast. <laughs> a mic that's on the stand. Yeah, He's the I know, only one that has a stand. Out. <laughs> but I was, it, oh, God. Yeah, the welter. You're the editor. No, I was, I was in the class that, like, you, you take a class to make the magazine. Mm-hmm. And I was in that class, and they were like, hey, do you have any ideas for the release party? And I was like, I'd never done comedy. I was like, let's make it like a comedy show. And I'll write, like, sketches and jokes, and I'll host it. That's dope. Nice. And did they you were do like theater at all in high school ever, or was this? A completely uh, new yeah, territory? I did one Japanese play in high school. It was really pretentious, called the man, a man that turned into a stick, and I was the man that turned into the stick. Were yeah, you the you stick were. or the man? I was both. I played <laughs> two parts. I had he a costume change where I just like put on a brown shirt and brown pants and came out and was like, I'm a stick now. That's not very <laughs> pretentious. It was really pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Japanese play, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know pretension, that. like through you know, like yeah. a lot of Confucius, like am I the wind or am I the water or, or am I the stick or am I the stick or are we all the stick? And it's like you know, <laughs> or am I just wearing a brown shirt? <laughs> 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 that is the question. Yeah. <laughs> so who was who was doing comedy back then? Who was your first comedy? Who buddy? was like your first comedy buddy? Are they still around? Uh, the first two people I met actually. Cause I don't, I can't remember anybody I met from the first time I did stand up. The second time I did stand up was at uh, All Stars, which was that, which is that bar, is on the back of the Goddess. I don't know if it's still there. It used to be there, the Goddess, that? that strip club downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. the back door to that strip club would come out into All Stars. So while you're on stage doing stand up, strippers would be like getting off their shift nice. and just like walking out like past the stage. <laughs> oh you know? yeah, dude. So, and just like leaving, you know. So it was a little, Man. it was a little like, it, it was a weird, it was a weird place. But uh, that was the second, I think that was the second time I did stand up. I met, uh, I met Mike Stork. There you go. Oh, that's funny. And Mike Finazzo. Nice. Hell yeah. And they were just at the strip club. And Mike Finazzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Together. The strippers, dude. It was the male review. <laughs> <laughs> Together. Yeah. That's dope, dude. So how did you fall into the, um? well, I guess not fall in, but how did you get started with it? Because you've been doing the Everything Will Be Okay for a while now, right? Over five years, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to be like six years, I think. And, um, so you did you pretty much just do that right from the jump, I the guess? The end of June. No, that was like a few years in. That was like, when did I start? The t- uh, 2013, I think. Okay. Yeah, so that was like a year or two in, at least, ish. What? 
That but, math doesn't work. Oh, wait, yeah, I guess six. Well, because, look, it was like towards the end of two, uh, 2013 oh, okay. is when I think I started. Or maybe the summer 2013. It happened in 2013. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. And the basic con, that's just a ba- that's just a standard showcase, right? You yeah, get, it's a showcase. I mean, sometimes I show, like, video sketches. Like, Travis and I have made a few. I made one of my own yeah. that bombed horribly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to, I think I've been to at least two. I know I've been, I definitely vividly remember being at one of them. Um... I think I've probably been to a couple more. Yeah. Uh, Anytime Chris has Okay, Jimmy, I don't like this language here. I don't like this language. <laughs> I think I've been to a couple more. I don't know, I don't know about that. I know uh, I've definitely been to And you know what? You just more. reminded me of something. You just reminded me that Travis told me that you friend ghosted him, that you guys were supposed to hang you out. Friend you, ghosted <laughs> you friend ghosted me. You friend ghosted him. Ghost him. Well, Using language like that. Using language <laughs> like that. I'll hold totally on. be there. I'll totally. No, I'm well, on my hold way. Hold on. It was, this, it was a lot looser than that. Was it a lot? Okay. I remember Uh-oh. I asked you to hang out a couple weeks ago, and you were like, yeah, dude. And then you were like, I'll be at Motorhouse. You weren't even yes. at Motorhouse. Yes. <laughs> oh, you were nowhere to be true. found. That's true. That's true. You know, and, and the thing is, now that you bring that up, I definitely have thought about that a couple times since then. <laughs> <laughs> you just think about me li- still waiting there. Yeah. <laughs> Sad dog. He said he'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shopkeep comes out. He's like, boy, time to go home. He's like, no. <laughs> he said my, he would be here. Waiting for my friend. <laughs> no way Jimmy would do this. I'm going to I'm gonna say uh, I had a show or... <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna to... say this. No, look, look, you, look. You're in true. front of con- you're in front of Congress right now. You're in front of Congress right now, and this is all you're doing. This I is your break up with call. me, dude. <laughs> look, I'm gonna use either of these excuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he pulls out like a scroll. He's like, it's one of these. All right, let's see. What dude, I'm where's out. your calendar? Where's your calendar? Get your calendar out. He's got a calendar right here. My Don't Wednesday is a pretty fucking stack, dude. <laughs> I got it's a calendar right here. We can fucking we can fucking like Wednesday. Bail on Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Think about Travis for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh man. Um what day was that? Do you, I, remember? you know, I have no idea. It might Ooh. have been like a month ago, two months ago. Oh, come on, two, dude. Two You're months ready. ago? Oh man, you've been holding on to that. Yeah, dude. Um let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Here, yeah, April <laughs> April sixteenth, yeah, here it is. Move on, bitch. <laughs> nah, nah. I don't know what I was doing that night. I definitely wasn't there. I'm sorry about that. That was that was bad. I haven't been in a motor house in, in a in a in a in a bob, honestly. I would like to go. I've been I've been getting increasingly more Wednesday gigs, which is like a weird night to have a gig. And I don't think I had a gig that night. I think I just like I think I was just lie to me. I think I just lie to me. I love that you're like let it go, but you keep trying to answer it. You're like, ah, I was. Uh, no, he's not gonna let it go, dude. You're like let it go, but also I was doing nothing that night. I just really didn't want to fucking hang out. I was doing absolutely you. nothing. In fact, I was planning on going until you hit me up. That <laughs> 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 no, was not bad, dude. Oh shit. Oh, but we're talking about your sketches, Chris. I like we to were, I like to mystery science theater Chris's sketches out loud during. <laughs> yeah, well, you saw, well, not you saw really, but I just stand by the booth and then let Chris hear me. You saw that you saw the five year anniversary sketch, and I Which did one was not. That? that was one oh, where was I'm like talking to I'm like talking to Garrett, and then yeah. I like run out of Zismos because I'm late for the show. <laughs> that was and then I cut. I, that's what I said. It was so bad. I said it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I know. It, it was, was funny though, because then you had like you had like sound cues that didn't play, and like <laughs> you true. had like a clip that you like cut off in the middle of it. 
or like there was I forget. so much wrong with it. It was funny. It was just so. funny. It was all audio issues. Everything about it was like audio. Yeah, you issues. couldn't hear. That was the worst part. Is you yeah. couldn't hear. Oh, yeah, it was it very was, quiet. It was like the. It was the back of two men like just mumbling at each yeah. other. Yeah. It was supposed to be like Garrett like uh, uh, talking to me about the five year anniversary show. Like it's a it's an intro to the show, yeah, and it just, yeah. you couldn't hear any of it. Yeah, because it was shot on a cell phone, and you guys were facing iPhone, away yeah. from the mic when you were recording it. <laughs> I thought that the iPhone worked like a regular movie camera. <laughs> regular movie camera. I believe the commercials. I yeah, believe the commercials. They're either. like, you can take movies and look, this movie was made with an iPhone, you know, <laughs> seven or whatever. So you never hear the voices on those videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always just straight visuals. Oh, okay. So they got it mic'd up differently. Yeah. Mic'd yeah, yeah. up differently. Got to get a second iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Garrett should have called your phone <laughs> while you were recording the movie. <laughs> Honestly, Put it on speakerphone in between you too. <laughs> Honestly, if I would have made it a Skype call, the audio would have been way better. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> just like video Skype or something. You guys could have just live read your line. I was going to say it would have been better. <laughs> no, when I went to the uh, the one that I went to was probably about a year ago, and you guys had that chick from DC. I forgot her name, but she was super funny. It was a I don't uh, remember her name at all. Uh, Chelsea Short. Was it her? Out there? I don't know. Throwing it was a night where you there. were running the sound for it. He that's, does that every. That's been a lot of. That's been a lot of nights. Years, yeah, Travis that been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 From DC. Oh, yeah. Shit. Was it? Was it, it? Was Was she the headliner? Yeah, she was a headliner. It's probably Chelsea. I'm trying to. I'm like. I'm trying to describe it, and I'm like. You using know what she looked like? like? Yeah. yeah she was blonde hair. She kind of made like a lot of Mark Norman faces a lot. Oh, is that like, Abby Rosenquist? Yes, I think nah, it was Abby she, Rosenquist. Yeah. She's, she's from, from New York. York. Yeah, she's from New York. Okay, my bad. I fucked that up. New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. she was really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so that funny. was the fight. Yeah, that was a five-year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, that was it. All I right. think you came late though. You didn't see the sketch. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, a- Abby was so fucking funny and crushed it so hard that everybody immediately forgot about the beginning of the show, which was that sketch bomb. <laughs> that was the beginning of that. It was the same show. It was a shame. That's why. That's like I was. I was actually really happy that night because like, like how good oh, yeah, she that was. was a dope fucking, show, dude. Just completely turn like turn the room around from like like maybe seventy eighty percent to like one hundred like yeah. immediately. So I was I was like super happy about that just because like. That saves my, that saves my ass, mm-hmm. and so people aren't going to be like, "Man, I'm not coming back to this next month." That fucking sketch was horrible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're not thinking that. They're like, "Jesus, she was really great." I wonder who's going to be there next. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a solid, and you've been you've been doing it for a while. I'm, you don't have to comment on this, but I did think it was kind of uh, my personal opinion, unsolicited from anyone. I did think it was kind of BS that you weren't included in that list, the top ten comedy shows in the Baltimore Sun. I thought that was kind of ass. Oh yeah, I, I, I would. You don't have to comment on that. I, I know. I'm but not gonna comment. I'm not gonna comment on. It. I was joking with somebody the other day that I have like beef with the sun, but I don't have any beef with the yeah, sun. Everyone has sun. Sun, if you're listening. Yeah, dude. I was gonna. Every time you post a status, Chill. I think about making like a, a little joke about how you weren't in that list. And uh, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm close <laughs> enough with him to do that. Come on. So I got him in on the podcast at least once, and then I'm gonna well, start it was just like, ripping it was, on him. It was like that thing where <laughs> I know, like, I know everybody else on the list. So when I talked about it with them, they were like, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it, you know, the list didn't mean anything. I didn't really care about it. I mean, yeah, I did post about it and get like 250 likes, but you know, yeah. I don't really care about yeah, uh, yeah. lists or anything. And you know, I did frame it on my wall, but you know, I don't really care. It's not, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. You know, you, you shouldn't care about it. Like, but also, I think it's just a thing that, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, they saw that and didn't see your show or something. Because I feel like they just make the list. They don't, like, reach out and don't have people submit for it. Or right. Was yeah. it made by anyone who was actually, like, in touch with the scene? I, I don't... See, I don't know. I don't know that or, or anything. I the same venue twice on it. Oh, a venue was on it twice, Jordan said. <laughs> yeah, the big... 
it was like Baltimore Improv Group and then the big theater carrot or something. It was even the wrong venue that they're not yeah, even currently yeah. in. That's funny. It was totally fucked up. Yeah, it yeah it has some mistakes in it. But Those whatever. things are good. Those kind of lists, like they they're not validating in that it means you're doing anything, but it's nice to be able to post something. Like it's, it's good for social media. It's content, content, dude. tangible. That's it's what content. I was explaining to somebody because somebody was like, "Well, why are you even a little bit mad about it?" And I'm like, "Well, it's a chance. It's it's a it's a. Like it doesn't a hurt you, stone. but it would have helped you. It's yeah. like a, it's like a stone in the pond, right? Little ripples. Yeah. Little maybe somebody sees it. Maybe somebody hears about it. Maybe somebody reads the list. They get bored. They look at the sun. They are browsing through the sun's website. Oh, list of top ten comedy shows. They see the poster on the street. Oh, I saw that on that list. That's hmm. probably a good show. Even if it's not, it doesn't matter. They just take it for <laughs> yeah. They take it for uh, you know some credit. So it's 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 it just legitimizes it a little not, bit. It doesn't not even legitimizes it. It's just nice. It's nice to to know to that have yeah. It's nice to know right? that someone knows you're doing something. Yeah, and like who knows? Like maybe somebody sees that gets reposted and they recognize it. It's all about recognition, really, like brand recognition. Yeah, obviously, yeah. of like they associate that show with something, mm-hmm. and then that's how you get people to come out. Um, I mean, sometimes you can, if somebody's like has enough credits or something, they'll come out just to see that person. Really? But a lot of times, if you're doing like a show with comics from a bunch of other cities and they don't really have tons of credits, yeah, you have to are have coming for the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to have somebody coming. All right, I'm going to the show. I don't know who the comics are, but the comics have always been really funny. Mm-hmm. So this is probably gonna be a really funny show. And that's. All I you're... wonder who reads the Baltimore Sun. Right. Exactly. That's another point. It's like, what, what do I want people? my grandparents finding out about the show? Yeah, like, are, they, are they perusing <laughs> for a local comedy? I don't know. Unless it's an ins- a viral Instagram video, you better try harder, Baltimore. Sun. Yeah, I feel like people who read the Sun don't go to events in Baltimore. It's kind, yeah. it's kind of like that shit. Like, uh, like a probably like a couple months ago, I did that like midday Maryland segment on the news where I like performed a song. Was that and, the one uh, video you posted on Facebook? Yeah, and that Dude, was the that only was thing sick, I really honestly. got out of it was I got to post a video on Facebook right. and get a bunch of likes. You didn't get any like, more yeah. bookings from that? No. Really? <laughs> no. Nobody watches the news. Because nobody who yeah. books shit watches shit. Nobody like that. watches Midday Maryland. No, but, no offense to Midday Maryland, but like. Thank you for having him on. Thank have you very much for having me on. But like in the grand scheme, I'll of things, plug the podcast again on local news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Baltimore Sun. If you want to fucking reach out to me, I'm fucking email me, dude. My email's on my uh, website. Yeah, I'm not. No make... ill will. No ill will. Although I, so I did. I was interviewed once in the Sun, but it was like as part of a larger article about. Uh, didn't Baltimore's they chop your thing up and make it like they misquoted you? Comedy scene. They didn't misquote me. They just outed that I had a day job at a vegetarian <laughs> restaurant. In parentheses, uh, which was unnecessary, but you know what? It's okay. I'm Chris fine does with comedy, it. but not full time. Yeah. Well, yeah, and here's the thing: they didn't mention that about anybody else. They weren't like, "Here's this other guy's job." It's Hell just like yeah. he's a comedian. They didn't. They weren't like, "Oh, he also sometimes you know fucking helps kids and whatever." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, and, but yeah, no, no ill will. But just slamming you towards Baltimore Sun. If you want to reach out to me about leaving me off lists or whatever the fuck you want to do, they I don't just care. wanted to give your show its own article. You know, they should. Yeah, you know, why not? You, you know, know? maybe I'll get years. you some readers. Throw <laughs> 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 fire, dude. <laughs> Chris, I would say you do a good job of uh, hiring good poster artists. Oh yeah, Jordan's done yeah. a few posters for me. Yeah, and it's it, <laughs> what? Well, yeah, and he's Travis not like, he's not just like giving himself a shout out. You do have you have a good uh, system for posters. You kind of you get almost like pretty much a new artist for every poster. Yeah, it's pretty much. I know a new you've artist. had like repeat artists do you know stuff, but like you have yeah you have like a lot of variety. You've like curated a cool collection of you know one-off posters. Thank you. I, that, that, I appreciate that. I mean, there mm-hmm. was this is a fun game. There is one of those posters that I made. 
you showed me it one time. I oh, you know it. what it looks like. I actually like. liked it, though. You, uh, you know what it looks like. But yeah. that's a fun game. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is, dude. Yeah, it is. It is very much like your shirt. Yeah. Uh, I have, like, a fruit shirt on. Yeah. No, it's... I... I uh, fuck. When I was in... Um, college i made a uh, friends online with like a lot of like graphic designers and illustrators from like all over the world just like randomly through mutual friends and we like posted on like all these design forms and i got like a real taste for design and like hung out with those people and learned a lot from them and a lot of those people did the first posters for the first few years nice and then i met other artists through them and then i met other artists through them and now if i just send everything will be okay page to an artist like hey here's stuff that's been done before would you be interested in this a lot of times they'll be like oh this is really cool i can just kind of do what i want and there's like a theme i like that that's awesome so it's i've I've been pretty lucky uh, you also now the charm city comedy festival right you headlined that um, or you scheduled to headline. I don't yeah. know if that happened yet. It, it hasn't happened yet. Thanks for putting curses on me, Jimmy. <laughs> Still got time to over swap here, you like, out. Oh, it hasn't. Okay, so if it happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, the alarm's going off right now. <laughs> They're about to swap your ass out. Dude. Yeah, I'm uh, headlining on the, the 10th, May 10th, Friday. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun times. Now, what that—that's mostly improv, right? Or is uh, that... it's gonna be all stand up because it's stand up week. So they do an improv week. Yeah, it's like a week of yeah, yeah, and then do stand up week, and then I'm on stand up week. I'm on that Friday night, eight thirty, crunch time. Where at? Second floor is this oh, You get paid a lot of money for this, right? Room. They pay you a lot for these. Uh, headline they're gonna spots. pay me. They're <laughs> gonna pay me as much money as I can find that's lying around. And uh, wait, <laughs> your money? They're, you're gonna give them money to? I'm pay I'm not you? giving them any money. No. Okay. No, they booked me to do a show, okay, and nice. I will be paid what I am owed. <laughs> All right. So sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, in any form, you know, except shells. I don't accept shells. Okay. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I sense that that's an issue. Yeah, but yeah. Why? Why'd you bring up? Why'd you bring up the uh, the headlining gig? Did you bring it up just to curse me to get and then to just this like exact let it go? Conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Fucking mastermind, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I, you did get some media coverage for that. You got a little love, not from the sun. Oh yeah, Didn't Baltimore Baltimore that? Media Blog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's cool. What, but what? That's you, bullshit. You don't like them? No, I no, are I you do. Say they're a bullshit company. And <laughs> do, are you, is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. That's what you're saying. Dude. I didn't say. I didn't say that. No, <laughs> I got that vibe what? as well. Did you wait? Did you did you read the interview? Uh, I read some of it. Yeah. You read you read some of it. It wasn't that long. What do you I mean? Stopped after they Dude, said uh, works read... at a vegetarian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I don't know. I was working, so I like I saw it. I clicked on it to check it out, but I never went back to it. Right, right. Cool. Do you think I was breaking any ground? Uh, I mean, it started off fine. It was still kind of just getting to know you. That's cool. I, I don't I just know. I'm just to shout you out. Don't no, no, no. It's, it's a good You're shout the out. one that's calling Baltimore Media Blog. I, yeah, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say it. Look, <laughs> they're fucking stifle this down. Yeah, Media Blog. We, we're trying to get on there. We're trying to have that guy on the podcast. We yeah. No, you should. Mouth. You should definitely have the guy. I, just, like, you, I have no ill will between Baltimore Media Blog. I'm just hard I think on myself. What we should do is move past this now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just hard on myself when it comes to stuff like that because I don't want to do like an interview where it's just like I can give I give the answers that anybody else can give to a question like that. Well, that's why I don't like it. That's why I think a podcast is so great because it's like any any pocket because it's just like those interviews they 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 don't really give you a lot of breathing room to really 
be yourself. They ask you the same questions they'll ask right. anybody. You know, they'll be like, so how did you get into comp? Basically all the questions we asked you today. Yeah, yeah. 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 So let's just like, get back to that, right? Yeah. So who are your favorite comics? Oh, no. <laughs> I, know, I actually do know one of them. You posted about it the other day. Did I? Ron Funches, right? No, no. Ew. No. Whoa. You don't gate. like him? Ew, he's terrible. Or no, not Ron Funches. It was Reggie Watts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reggie Watts. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was. I, I mean, I still like Reggie Watts. I'm, I'm like... Got really, really big into him in like college just because of like how fucking absurd he is and all his shows are mm-hmm. different. And yeah. he does like music, comedy, and like kind of just whatever he wants. Sometimes he'll just stop doing things and then just kind of do like a weird bit with just sounds and noises. And you're like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Yeah. You have, right? And like every show is like different and like improvised. And like it's almost like that show is happening like just for the, just for that audience that night. Yeah, totally stream of consciousness. Yeah. I, lo- I love shit like that. It's so hard to pull off. That's so hard to pull off. And he yeah. does that. Uh, he's like on the Late Show, right? With uh, uh, James Corden. James Corden. Yeah, yeah James yeah. Corden. Shout out Late Show, James Corden. Yeah, he got you know my website. Off, uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, I he mean, he was the music guy on that for a while. Yeah, or at least but, for the TV show. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, that was pretty good. But he's so talented. Like, yeah. it makes sense that he would end up on like a late night show as like comedic fodder. Yeah. You know. What about like? jokey joke comic though a jokey joke comic yeah oh man i have a lot I, I have a lot of favorites dude i i just i just got into uh actually just got into An- andrew shoals a little bit okay I, I like just discovered him and i'm like oh dude this guy's this guy's like pretty yeah, funny he's funny like he, he does that podcast with charlemagne it's right okay. yeah. i like breakfast club more though oh breakfast club yeah that's Charlemagne's like radio show. Well, dude, I'm a Jesus and Miro dude, like mm. all the way. Like I love that fucking show. It's yeah. so good. It, it, you know, Jesus and Miro, right, uh, Jimmy? No. Okay, no. cool. <laughs> Based on what I heard so Sound far, dope, sounds though. really good. No, it is. They have a they have a show on uh, Showtime now. They're like big time. Oh yeah. damn! And they and they had the number one late night show when they were on Viceland. Like those dudes, like fucking. That's another thing. It's like it's their stuff a lot of times seems like off the cuff and you can mm. tell what they're doing that's written because it's yeah. like they're kind of doing it in a different they're way. they're like reading it instead right. of like they're reading doing it. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of they're throwing one out there because they do have writers. Yeah, but yeah. it's like the best stuff is is kind of the off the cuff stuff. Yeah, anything they kind of like stumble on. Right. Yeah, um, they just say something stupid or something wild. Just well, like Jesus and Mirror, Andrew Schultz. What about like, who is like... Still trying to get the right answer. <laughs> I want you to say Louis C.K. and Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, I'm no, just, just no, get down to brass like, tacks here, dude. <laughs> I'm just being honest, dude. No, what about like? Uh, but who like who got you into comedy though? Not got, like oh, got me into comedy. Now, I guess. Oh, that's yeah. a different question. Yeah, exactly. Um, Louis on- C.K. Bill Cosby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was the girl. I was the woman for both. Of them. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> um. Probably, probably like Mitch Hedberg, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he was, dead. <laughs> yeah, he's super problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's was yeah. He problematic. Apparently, there are accusations. There's I accusations look, that it, yeah. he would bomb in walker rooms. Yeah. So, I don't know. There are accusations <laughs> that he told a bad joke once. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. oh, cancel him. Canceled. Canceled. Okay, Mitch Hedberg. I can see uh, yeah, that. but uh, I'm gonna throw two childhood like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. probably like George Carlin, Jonathan Winters, the most memorable. Okay, Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters 
fucking crazy man. He was like Robin Williams before Robin Williams existed. Like he was doing characters and like, what, like dressing up like old women and just being like, he? I lost my pills. Like <laughs> just insanity. But what he years was, was super, he active? Like seventies, uh, eighties? No, like the fifties, like fifties, really? sixties, dude. Oh, yeah, fuck. Jonathan Winters. Yeah, yeah. How old are you again? I am at least eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> at least. <laughs> You know what I was watching the other night that was actually really fucking good with one-liners was fucking Rodney Dangerfield, dude. Yeah, dude, uh, Rodney's yeah. fucking Rodney's great. Good. Well, he has a crazy story because he like failed his way through comedy, quit to sell cars, and then made enough money to hire good joke writers. Wait, so he's not even like he didn't write those jokes; he just performed them, then, right? I yeah, feel like comedians are more like performers he, back then. But like he like he made the character, but then had people write for him. Pretty much, right, right, you know right. What I mean. I feel like comedy didn't even really get that. And I feel like I, I would kind of accredit a lot of it to Richard Pryor and George Carlin of that kind of introspective comedy. Because I feel like stand-up comedy back in the 50s and 60s was very much around that just kind of yeah. like zinger type of comedy. Like Yeah, it was like the Vegas yeah. show. It was yeah. kind of like the quick left. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Richard. Bada, yeah, Richard. Bing, boom. Right. Because even if you watch the old school, if you watch uh, Carlin in his first couple of TV appearances, he was he was, uh, he was that kind of comic. He was doing those kind of like, kind of like corny, not corny, because yeah. I did appreciate it, but like he. But they were just very textbook, like yeah, set up punchline, set up punchline. He didn't like. really get into that whole like kind of like where you just kind of air yourself out, which is the kind of comedy that's appreciated now. You know, when Richard Pryor went up on stage and just fucking started talking about how yeah he did suck a guy's dick and he did let himself on fire and like just really getting real about shit, you know? Yeah, which is like it's like uh, it's um fuck what's the what's the word when like you. You watch like a movie, and then like you can get rid of your emotions. Cathartic, movie. yeah. It's like cathartic. Yeah. It's relatable. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. I thought you were going to say breaking the fourth wall. Be. Have you read? Uh, have you read Richard Pryor's uh, autobiography? No, I have not. It's called Prior Convictions, and it's a really, really good book. Like his life was insane. Just complete insanity. Like grew up in a grew up in a, a brothel. Like. Just fucking in the middle of Indiana, and just had a re- he had a re- like really rough life and like a really rough like upbringing. And there's also a part in there about when he set himself on fire and like how that kind of all came about and was happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like after he set himself on fire and went back to the stage and started getting introspective about it, it kind of like changed a lot of things with stand up because it was like huge tragedy and some some guy being introspective about his life and his real problems, which is mm-hmm. like I felt you know didn't really happen in comedy up until that point and beyond when people yeah. are getting honest about what's actually happening instead yeah, of just yeah. being like, man, you notice women in elevators? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just getting past that, you know? <laughs> Which is a great bit, by the way, but, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would you say that you're uh, pretty much, I mean, it's kind of like an abstract question, but would you say that you're pretty much all in in the comedy thing? Like, do you have any anything in the back of your mind that's like, uh, you know, I still might go into the field that I graduated from college with or, or do anything along those lines or you'd pretty much what do you mean like uh, going back to web copywriting I mean like like this comedy like your dream career. is that your plan a uh, I mean I'm just I'm just doing comedy and seeing if something happens it's not like I'm putting like I'm not putting my life savings on the line you know I'm mm-hmm. not like one of the things I like about being in Baltimore is that it's really it's really easy to do comedy and it's really easy to travel from here to other places yes. without having to like move like I could move to New York but it's like who do I know there like what clubs am I going to be able to get into you know how am I going to make money like you know it's you don't move to New York and immediately start working you know yeah you have to get 
in, integrated into the system, and it's a lot easier to do that if you're just like if you start going on the road and you start like getting booked in other cities, you eventually can make your way there without having to move there. Mm-hmm. So I always felt that way. So I'm like, I'll just, you know, make enough money to survive and just do comedy. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of like, you said you started doing comedy around like the early, like 2012-ish. Yeah, 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 like around 2012. So like in the past like, like seven years, have you noticed in terms of like, do you see Baltimore comedy on the up? Or do you see, is it is there, what are the, you know, if you were compare the scene now to the scene seven years ago, what would you say is a difference or is there a difference? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's a huge difference. I mean, it's just like, yeah, when I started, there were like, three or four rooms like total and two of them were bringers you had to bring two people buy two drinks and then you know the other ones like like sidebar has been around almost like forever you know it's been around since yeah. before i started so that was a solid thing and then maybe there's like one more mic a week and then there's like the club and then that's like it there wasn't a lot of like one nighters started becoming a thing and everything kind of started growing slowly and organically and then shows Shows we get started and shows we get shut down, but that's the nature of a bar show. Yeah, like you always have a chance of failing. Like if you mm-hmm. make it a year or two and fizzle out, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like that that happens. Uh, but like now, there are so many rooms. There are more. There are like new rooms getting started all the time. New rooms failing, but then like two more rooms starting again. And there's like a bunch of like monthly regular shows that are solid and are places that people go now to see comedy. So it's like, it's way easier, way better now than it ever has been, I think. Yeah. I mean, Jen and Jokes is a, a great fucking show. It's, a, it's show. the best It's the best show in the city. I mean, like, it's, hands down. It's the best show in the city. It's, I'm always amazed uh, by like how good that show is. <laughs> no, it's 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 a great show. I think, I, I yeah, mean, yeah. Umar does a great job putting that together mm-hmm. and keeping it consistent, which makes people come back. And that's what everybody needs to do. That's what everybody's yeah. trying to do, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? If you start slipping off and you start like, oh, I'm just going to like book six of my friends again because I'm lazy and I don't care. They're good at comedy. Yeah. Like if you start slacking off, people are going to be like, nah, man, I don't, I don't, I want to see something I haven't seen before. I want to see yeah, somebody yeah. come in maybe with some experience or maybe somebody that uh, I saw on TV once. And you can make that happen. It's not that hard. Yeah. Like you just got to fucking do comedy enough and meet enough people and just not be a fucking dick. <laughs> so I, got some, uh, I got some high hopes for Zissimo's. Yeah, dude, Zissimo's is going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm can't wait till that's all renovated and it's mm. set up like a club because yeah. that's really I really appreciate the fact that they are they appear to be very down to make that shit happen. Like they're making some serious moves in that direction. Yeah. They're down. They're like let's cool. do it. They're the like first, let's do it. The first show that's like kind of conformed to what like the new looks gonna be like is like the clitorati show right yeah where they have like dude when that's set up with like tables along the left like bar and then all the seats down below with the stage and shit that looks good it does look good and you can take those tape you can um on the right because there's left hand side and right hand side both have tables yeah you could take the tables out on the right hand side get more seats in there yeah or just fill the whole thing with seats. It's like there's so many ways to do it, and I'm yeah, I'm really glad that they're like taking that step. And uh, uh, shit, they do have a show. They have a show coming up that's going to be like the real litmus test. Is uh, I'm trying to remember that guy's name. He uh, he toured with Doug Benson a lot. He was in um, oh Graham Elwood. Oh yeah. The, yeah so yeah. Graham Elwood's coming to the to the club's going to be done. So by the time he gets here, it's going to be like 
everything's finished. Like that's the benchmark. Nice. Mm-hmm. So before that show happens, like probably a few weeks before, it's going to be all finished. So the stage, I, I haven't seen it probably in a couple months, but the stage is now in the back of that room. Where the, in the, back. the bathrooms were. In the back. And it's a stage and there's a curtain and it looks wow. badass when it's lit. And so yeah. it's going to have well, all then, tables like, they in that painted lower the floor. whole bar. Like they got a new bar surface. They got like taps up there. Like it looks like a new bar. It looks dope. Yeah, it looks it looks legitimate. It looks a lot more like a theater than a than a bar upstairs. And it is very. It's also very. It's very Hamden type of vibe because you got the 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 towny bar in the downstairs floor. You know? Secret cool kids club upstairs. Yeah, Zissimo secretly is like one of the best bars in Hamden to hang out at. Oh yeah, it for really sure. is because it's just so cheap. Right, it's so cheap. And yes, there's no pool table, and I get how important pool tables are. Very to necessary. At least fucking. Yeah, Frasers has like seventy. But there's so. no like, there's no TVs. There's no fucking like overbearing music. Like, right. It's just a nice bar to hang out in. I think yeah. it's cool that I, because that is the one thing that like I think stands out. And and I was actually talking to my cousin, who is really into stand up comedy, but he lives in um, he lives in like Bel Air, and uh, there used to be shows in Bel Air. Yeah. Used to be one nighters. Calling me funny. Yeah, yeah. Used to be, uh, be up in Bel Air. One at Dark Horse and one at Sean Bolin's. I did Sean Bolin's a bunch when mm-hmm. I first started. There was a bunch of one nighters up there. They would pay you. They put you on a poster. You felt like a movie star. Wow, doing fucking. Those yeah, I feel shows. like I remember that. I think I've been to a, a Color Me Funny event. In, yeah, in uh, Bel Air. Uh, it was a uh, Black Eyed Susie's Street, or I think it was called Oyster Dark Horse House. at the time or something like that. They were they were really an early example of like. If you just get like a few friends, you can put together a really dope showcase at a Yeah, they had the shit going in Towson at CVP, place. which was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, CVP was rough sometimes. That was my first mic. Was that your first mic? Yeah, yeah. CVP? Their first open mic was my first open mic there <laughs> at CVP. That's what's yeah. up. That was a sick show. That's what's <laughs> up. I remember it's, seeing like so many people there. That's ki- yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird though because you're elevated, but you're the same height as the tables. So there's like ketchup and mustard next to your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Well, I think it's I think weird. I think it was the right idea at the wrong time because I have noticed, um, just like I've seen. Comedy just is sh- cooler now. It I is. It is. I, it's way cooler. I mean, yeah. when when Eric, because I remember Eric and I found out about the open mic when we both decided we were going to go to it, and Eric actually did it. And uh, that was probably, we were, what, like 21? 2013. 2013, yeah, 21. yeah. And, like, at the time, like, I mean, that was right after they, they took out the record Theater and replaced it with this nightclub, Torrent the Torrent Lounge, Lounge yeah. and made this whole DJ nightclub type of thing instead of the the theater that, like, dude, local bands perform at and shit Dude, like the that. record had so much potential, they just didn't book it They didn't it right. do it right. They, they didn't, didn't book it right. Like, they used to book Bill Burr there. Like, dude, it was I saw, crazy. Dude, I saw Animal the Collective. There. I saw Animal Collective there on their Feels tour, like mm-hmm. before they became like internationally famous, yeah, it was an amazing show, and it was. I was like, when I was there, I was like, this is how this place should be booked. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you shouldn't. Please don't bring in fucking uh, Chevelle again. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's it's almost like I feel please, like please not not again. <laughs> we, went, we went so far down that line. I think as a I don't want to say Baltimore as a whole, but I guess growing up in that college town, it's like. I noticed that, like, even, like, the first Thursdays in Canton are becoming really, that's a big fucking deal. And, like, just, like, when, at that time period, that was, like, when all that, like, super poppy DJ music and Pitbull and Flo Rida and shit like that. And it just kind of completely swerved away from, like, any of the organic shit. And I feel like now I've noticed a lot of, like, when, when a bar is having, like, live music and stuff like that, like, people actually seek that out now, which is weird. Because back when I was 21, 22, 
it was like the opposite. Nobody gave a fuck. And so like CVP had that open mic at a time when it just like that kind of shit wasn't what people were looking for. Yeah. But I feel like people are like almost starved for that authenticity now. Yeah. You know? Because everybody's given the same experiences and you want to experience something that nobody else is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's getting the same episode of Game of Thrones and it's a communal experience, but also it's an experience that everybody has. And you yeah, don't yeah, there's no new story about that. Everyone right. knows about it. Yeah. And you want it and also seeing something live, you're creating a memory, whereas if you like watch like episodes of a season of a TV show you might like the show but you're not creating a memory you're just you're just like distracting your brain for you know an hour there's so. nothing that there's there is no substitute for a live show whether it's music or comedy or there's anything none. like that yeah. and i mean what like you know from a musician perspective when i was when i was first starting to get gigs obviously the first pl- place i sought out was in in Towson and no bars were doing i mean i remember i think i played like one or two gigs at green turtle um, I think I did like Oof, one or two. How'd that go? Um, well, at the time it was like a, it was just like a little acoustic thing. Before you know how Green Turtle gets like really fucking insane on the upper deck, yeah. Like at like eleven, and it's just like all fratty and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I w- we were doing like these little like eight to eleven acoustic things on Friday nights, where it was like we were basically like playing before it got. You were crazy. like you were like mood music for everybody up there. Uh, yeah. Sharing, sharing burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People, yeah. It's like a completely different crowd. Once the clock struck, like, <laughs> it was just insane. Hope you enjoy your well done steak. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, I mean, all these places like Rec Room, they all stopped doing it. They all stopped doing live music. And now it's like I look around and like it seems like everywhere is starting to like the point came in and they started doing live music. Now the Turtles getting bands. Now CNR is doing acoustics and now Nacho Mamas is doing it. At Rec Room started back doing acoustics. I think like, local yeah. art has just kind of taken off. I think it's like. Uh like everything is artisanal and like locally, like even food is like all the local grown and everything. And I think people want to see that for art too. They want to see like local stuff versus mm-hmm. just having like the radio playing yeah. or yeah. whatever, yeah. or having a fucking like sitcom playing on the TV. Yeah, and it, and it go, like I, like I was saying, it goes like, like back to what I, what I was saying about my cousin who lives in Bel Air. He he's really into comedy and he he follows the Magoobies event calendar. And like when somebody that comes into town that he's a fan of, he'll go down and see him. And he was saying well, when I was at their Easter, he was like. Uh, um, he was like, yeah, man, I just, you know, Baltimore needs like more of like a comedy scene, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, it's crazy that you say that because there is a comedy scene in Baltimore. But the thing that's weird about it is that like there's no real places that are like a club type of thing the way Magoobies is in right. the city. And so like people go to like a place like Magoobies or they'll go to a place like the Comedy Factory. But it's all like it's all like kind of like on the out. There's nothing like every. It's cool to see that there's a place in Hamden doing that. Right. And also, I think like uh, I mean, you look at like Towson University. It's like what the second or third biggest college in the state. Yeah. It's like right behind University of Maryland. They're expanding rapidly, and like there's no reason why there isn't like a live venue in this town. There's no fucking reason because the other thing that I feel like people that don't live in the city proper don't understand about people that live in the county is that. Going down to a place that you have to drive down 83, like when people have those shows at the auto bar, a lot of the guys that want to have like shows, like my brother's doing a show at the auto bar uh, on May 31st with uh, Juice Bruns plug. And uh, also my brother's birthday plug. Yeah, that's also oh, Alex Lewis's birthday <laughs> nice. plug. The thing that's not appealing is like if you're not somebody who hangs out in Hamden, going down to the auto bar for a show and then having the show let out at 11 p.m. and then you're just there in this like 
place where everybody dresses differently. Everybody like you're not familiar with any of the 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 vibe down there. It's just like okay, now what do we do? I guess we're just gonna drive back to Towson and, and go to a fucking rec room or turtle or something like that. Like it's like your night's over basically. Exactly, yeah. and so it's not as appealing as if like you could just go to a show at the fucking Wrecker, and then the show lets out, and then it's like all right, let's go fucking drink in Towson. Like that would be like the the. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's the kind of stuff that people should be on top of. And it just seems like we just missed that. Not missed that, but we missed the boat for a while. But I, I do see it starting to come back. I think people are starting to pick up on that. I feel like if an open mic was to open up, like a comedy type of expose was to open up in Towson, it could take off at this at this current time period. I really do believe that. And that's Maybe. why I'm saying also I feel like Zissimo is making the absolutely right move by trying to convert into more of like a like a club type yeah. of setting. It just it just has to it just has to get legitimized first. And yeah. that's by having uh, bigger headliners come down and, and then do fill it, in, yeah. and like filling the room and it's possible and it's been done and Big Hunt did it and that's what happened with Big Hunt. And now mm-hmm. Big Hunt is like it's almost considered like a club in DC. Yeah. yeah. It's not a club proper, like, you know, it's not the improv, right? Mm-hmm. It's not DC improv. DC improv been around forever, trusted. But like Big Hunt is, it's it's a, it's a legitimate, you know, it's mm-hmm. completely legitimate. And you will go if you if you go there not knowing what's going to happen, you go there and you're going to see a good show, and it's guaranteed. And there's going to be comics, and they got they're coming from out of town, they're traveling through DC. Some of the head, some of the people that show up and drop in there are people that are at the improv. They're people that are at Draft House. They want to go do another spot. They'll go to Big Hunt because they know the crowds are good, and they, and people that are there know it's legitimate. You mm-hmm. just got to legitimize. That's what has to happen with Zismos, with the with the Lou Room. That's what you got to do. You yeah. just, it, it it's it takes a little bit. It takes you know, it's gonna take a few years at least. But but that's yeah. how it happens too. And right. it's like you know, I I feel like uh, people on the outside looking in, they they kind of look at cities that popped off like Chicago and DC. Kind of had their like comedy spur recently, and like. You look at it and it's like, well, how do you think that shit happens? You think just right. somebody flicks a fucking you just keep finger doing it. and it's like all of a sudden there's just like something in the water that just makes them right. a better comedy scene than Baltimore. It's like, you keep doing it and then maybe one of your friends works a club and he talks to a headliner, hey, there's another place we can go tonight. You can do a spot, drop in. You have them drop in. You know, mm-hmm. people take pictures. Oh my God, so and so was at, you know, Lou Room, mm-hmm. Late Show, drop yeah, in. Been- Surprise! I know, like Leland brought a headliner one time. Uh, I think it was Zanabe Johnson or something after oh, the yeah? show that he uh, opened for. I feel like there might have been a couple instances like that. Yeah, but it's got to be. It's, it's got to be consistent. Yeah, it's got to be consistent. It's also it's also got to be like part of like like Lou Room has to say, "Look who dropped in on the Late Show. Look what's happening at the Lou Room." Like they like they have to put it out there. It can't yeah. just be stories that we pass around because no. You know, no one else knows yeah. the stories except us. We're like, oh, you won't be able to believe who dropped in last night, but we're not talking to anybody that's audience, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if it's the same for, for comedy as it is with music, but I feel like just Baltimore in general, like, from a musician perspective, it's like you have those big venues, kind of like Soundstage and... Uh, yeah, Soundstage uh, is huge. Yeah, but it's like... Yeah, a local no, like, band really doesn't. I mean, scale venue. Yeah, I mean, the, if you're a band who's not playing at Soundstage, your only other option is to play fucking bars bar. and shit like yeah, yeah, like shit like that. And it's yeah. just like there's not a lot of you know. It's just something I picked up on recently, but yeah, I will. I will say that's one thing that the uh, the Crown is getting a lot better at is like advertising. Uh, the shows as like this is interesting this isn't happening anywhere else this is something you can do with your night and it draws people out no mm-hmm. matter what the show is yeah, yeah. so they, they've gotten a lot better about that because it used to be like a lot harder 
you know, when you're doing all the work, when you're doing all the work, especially on social, and you're just kind of an annoying gnat to everybody because you're like, this show's happening. Look, yeah, it's, it's happening. Look, like a faceless entity. Yeah, you're like, you need yeah. you need people. You see like your profile picture every time bugging someone. Yeah, instead yeah. of like, oh no, this is like the cool venue that's hitting me up. About right. It. Yeah. If if yeah. the crown's like, look what's happening. This is an established thing. It's going to be really good. Then it's it's easier to get people out. And that's that's one thing that has to happen if you know, comedy is going to get bigger and draw more people out is that the venues have to be consistent in like hyping it as much as they would a music show. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the other thing. It's like, I think when, when the, when the market gets starved to a certain point, the venues become kind of like leeches where they try to, that's whoever where, draws the most people they're going to yeah. obviously get behind. Yeah. It's not like you're actually building any type of community or anything around it or any type of culture around it. They're just like looking at you like, okay, okay, cool. You want to play uh, soundstage? We need you to sell 50 tickets. We need you to do this. And it's just like, and then, you know, all the bands have to do what you were saying before, just fucking, hey, come out to my show. Please come out to my show. And it's like, but it's like, you haven't built any type of scene. You're just, all you're doing is is commissioning these artists to just bug the fuck out of their friends to bring people to your venue. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, like your venue doesn't actually have a brand of its own. Right. Your venue hasn't actually built anything. People, in order to be a successful venue, you need to be that place that people know yo I'm going yeah. to Autobar because they I'm not saying I think Autobar does a good job they do they do. Uh, but that. like uh, it's, it's other other types of places I guess I don't want to throw any shit on Autobar because I really do think they do a good job do, but those yeah. types of places just like they just leech on it and it's just be, and it's, it's, it's kind of an after product of how I don't know just the way it's gone I mean I can tell you as somebody that's ran out of uh, friends to come out to my show like I understand that you can't that, that can't be your business model it, it can't, can't be because yeah. you can't you can only trick so many people into yeah. bringing people out. Yeah, you can't do a monthly show and have and ask all your friends to come. It's got to right. be spread out way further yeah. than that. You also can't like trick your friends that might not be into it to come out and like be consistent that way. Yeah, yeah. You just want something that's good that they would, you know, they would see otherwise like, yeah, oh cool, if your friends show up, that's cool, but it's not like you force them to come out and yeah. like, come out and watch me talk about what happened to me last week. For 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody's told me like a part of a building building Hold scene is... Is your mic on? on? Is it not on? Check, check. check. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. Uh, me with the mic closer. drop, Jordan with the mic turning offing. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it closer. Maybe just put it a little yeah. closer. Yeah. Uh, so somebody said like like you need like multiple levels of skill. So like we've, we're kind of getting into the time in our scene where we have a bunch of new people starting, but we have like... Very established people like Dark Mark and people like that, and Chris who have been doing it for like seven years. Thanks, thanks have, for throwing me in there. And then Jordan. people, you know, people yeah, that it I was really, after I was wondering when that was gonna get. It's, I get, it's gonna get him fired from the sun. But I'm <laughs> Chris, me, you know. I, I oh, okay. There we go. There we go. I've been doing it for there seven years. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you haven't done your catchphrase. That's like your call sign. <laughs> Oh yeah, what's up, mother? Yeah, <laughs> fucking three hours and forty-eight minutes of debating communism. You didn't drop that once, dude. Eric, huh? yeah, Eric my brother Blazer, just stood you know. up for me. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But uh, but the point being, like, it's just like more um, solid that even when people drop into pe- when people are like bringing. It's like a reference up. to see, like, oh shit, like this guy is worse or better than the last one yeah Yeah. and like just that open mics are solid like like with sidebar where they stack the 
the front half of the show is basically like a showcase because yeah. they have a co-host and they get to pick whoever they want to put up first, basically. So and then like having all these people like T Mooney and Maria Sanchez and stuff like that. That if you just dra- drag somebody out to an open mic, they're seeing like really solid comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we've just got, kind of gotten to a point in the scene where it's pretty solid, even when like as long as I've been around. It might mm-hmm. have been a little bit more spottier like three or four years ago. Yeah. I do. I, I, I will say that it definitely feels like we're on the, the up in terms of getting rid of that type of business model in terms of the clubs that are doing that. It, we just have to get people interested. And once they're interested, we have to keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. We have to, you just can't, just can't stop. Yeah. Like, that's, why, that's why I love... Uh, because Mark has that pop up, uh, Dark Mark has that pop up showcase. Don't stop Dude, comedy. That show is the best. Dude, don't that stop is so good. Show. The the last one they had was was just like it was amazing. Just like doing you know doing comedy in people's houses, just wherever you can set it up. I think they're Airbnbs. Is the are, are they? Are, well, okay, I I don't know anything about what you're talking about, Travis. But uh, <laughs> the last one, the last one, I think wasn't an Airbnb. It was, I thought it was in like a, a, a it was like a friend school. of a friend. It was like, like a, a community daycare or something. or something. Yeah, it was in. Yeah, it wasn't in a daycare. It wasn't a daycare. I yeah. thought, well, why were there so many kids then? It had like a chalkboard and like you know like little desk things. <laughs> Dude, it was like it was like a. I don't, I don't, it's a good show, regardless. It's good. I lo- I love the name. Don't stop comedy because that's what you have to do. You have to. You can't stop that's once you been, have. Yeah. That's been Mark's brand for as long as I've known him, though. Do you yeah. Remember when Mark used to come out to shows with a camera and just record random people, and then he yeah. put those on YouTube. Yeah, I remember that. His yeah, YouTube yeah. channel was Don't Stop Comedy. Yeah. 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 Well, so I, that's been in the making. I remember meeting Dark Mark for the first time, and like, I don't think he like. I think it was when he started coming around, like, the white rooms, I guess. I don't know. But, like, because he wasn't, like, social that much with a lot of people. and like No, he really wasn't that social, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I met him the first time he did comedy at Sidebar. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But I was, I like, think... I was like not that many times into it. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been fourth or fifth time. I don't remember. But it was, like, pretty early on for, early on for me, too. And, yeah, yeah. it was, like... But he was he was like funny right from the beginning, just yeah, like naturally sure. funny. Mm-hmm. But you could tell, like like you know when anybody starts, you don't know how to write a joke, you don't know how to tell a joke, but you can maybe be funny. Yeah. You can see when somebody doesn't know how to write a joke yet, but they're funny. Yeah. So once you learn how to write a joke and learn how to deliver it, then you're like, you got it. Yeah. And it's just like some people have to get over that hump, and Mark got over that hump. Mic drop. It's the second time I've dropped it's the second mic. one. One more. We it's because I keep podcast. gesticulating. Nobody can see me gesticulate <laughs> as much as I am doing. Right, right, doing. Oh, oh, look, listen, Jordan, you turned it off multiple times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard anything you've true. said, Jordan. I, <laughs> no, I saw Mark. I saw Mark make that jump, and it was really inspiring to see somebody figure it out. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see, and it happens. Yeah, some people, you know. Some comics feel like they haven't figured it out. I definitely feel, don't feel like I've figured it all out. There are definitely nights where I'm like, oh, I haven't, I definitely haven't figured this out yet. Yeah. Like, there are nights where I'm like, oh, I took a hard L on that, and there are so many things that I did wrong, and you recognize it. Dude, and you try to. I physically remember leaving Coco Lane maybe two and a half years into comedy and walking to my car being like, damn, I think I just wrote my first real joke. <laughs> Yeah, and it happens, yeah. and it's a great moment, like it's and it's a great moment, because you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know what? Then you don't feel bad about if you sucked or whatever, yeah, if you didn't yeah. know what you were doing, because then you fe- if, once you write that first joke, you feel like, oh, shit, I can do this. I know how to do this. Yeah, yeah. I just have to keep doing it, 
but it's so fucking hard because it's an organic process. It's yeah, not yeah. something you can force. It's, well, that's the thing. It's like you can't. Well, that, that's the thing that I've also learned. Uh, obviously, I always have to approach it from a musician's perspective because I don't do what you guys do. Jimmy, all that. Um, um, yeah, I'll take a little hit. But um, a lot of the artistic process is it's a self-realization process, and it's it's like it's it's definitely a journey. It's like you can't control how other people like when I feel shitty as an artist. It's not based off of how the crowd receives me or anything like that. It's based off of how I feel about what I'm doing on a daily basis to like write new songs and things like that. Like if right. I'm making moves or if I'm actually in my own opinion do you, progressing. Do you feel good about it? Exactly. Right. Because you can't control you really I mean if you're if you're a truly authentic artist um you're only ever going to be you. And you can't right. control how other people are going to receive you. Right. The pinnacle of artistry is to 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 I guess take what's inside of you and put that out to the world. And whether or not the world likes it is like an afterthought, at least to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I I mean like when you're starting to think like in terms of like uh, to to use the analogy of music, it's like if you're writing a song and you're sitting there deciding between putting together a song that you would want to listen to. Or putting together a song that you're thinking, oh, well, I think other people would like if I did this instead. You right. know, I feel like true artistry would be putting something that you would want to listen to. Yeah. Right? And you can't control if other people, when they listen to that, are going to like it or not. But you can control that you have adequately put your heart and soul into something. Right. You know, the same way if you do a joke, like if you really think something's funny, you write a good joke and you fucking run through that bit and you're like, this is a fucking funny bit. You know, and maybe it doesn't go over with a certain crowd. If I were a stand-up comedian, I wouldn't feel any. T- I wouldn't feel like, oh, this like I'm I'm yeah. a shitty comedian. I'd be like, well, this wasn't my fucking crowd. Yeah, it definitely yeah. it definitely takes years to get to that point, though. It definitely takes years to recognize that because mm-hmm. sometimes it just is a bad joke or it's just not connecting because you you did something wrong when you were writing it and it's just some parts not clear enough. Yeah, sometimes it is your fault, but. It does take a lot of years of experience to recognize, like, oh no, this is funny. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to like this is going to be in the rotation. You mm-hmm. put it in the rotation. You work on it. Um, but it is also disheartening in comedy when you do feel like you're putting your heart and your soul out there, and it is not received. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And it's just, and that comes down to the problem with joke writing because a lot of times you get too personal with it and you don't realize that you're supposed to be following some kind of joke formula. Where there's, you know, sometimes you go up and you'll talk about something, you'll think it's funny, but you're forgetting to do a fucking punchline. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's so. What do you think your worst bomb ever was? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Every set? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Lining set coming up? Uh, Okay, okay. Everybody's going in on me. Is it the headlining set you ghosted? Going in on me. Maybe that, that, I wouldn't consider. No, that's not a bomb. That wasn't even like an attempt. That's not a bomb. That's an unfortunate circumstance. That was an unfortunate. You got roofied. That was an unfortunate circumstance, which Quinlan still doesn't believe me that that happened, but it's fine. I, we talked about it. We we put it behind us, I think. Maybe, I, I feel like he, we put it behind us. I don't know how many times we've had to put it behind us, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's behind us. I mean, you know, Mike and I have been friends for years. I mean, why would you ruin a friendship over a mistake? Well, quick rundown. It was just you had a headline set booked in like Fells Point or something. Yeah. But like, yeah, Alexander's Tavern. Uh, shouts happened. out to Alexander's Tavern. They had me there many times before, not headlining, but doing comedy spots. You guys were always cool. 
Uh, if it was my yeah, fault, the like, show. If it got, was my fault, the show was canceled. I'm sorry. But you had something where like you got slipped something at like a. Yeah, I went to I went to a dive bar near my house, and it was like real sketchy, kind of like back room kind of dive bar, and I was like having fun, and Mm. you know, I was there, (laughs) I was there with uh, with a lady I was hanging out with, and we were drinking and stuff, and we 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 went outside and left our drinks. Somebody thought my drink was her drink because they just you know get all turned around. Turns out when you want to like do illegal drug crimes to people you don't exactly pay attention too hard to yeah. where you're putting it you'd think they'd be a little bit more meticulous a little bit more meticulous yeah and then it was just it was crazy i that was the second time i've been roofied the first time i got roofied is fucking damn uh, i, I need think to after the, the second time, time what was the first time it might not be roofied. an accident uh fuck it was it was it was a night at the crown it was uh it was a bad <laughs> night it was a bad night i took one sip of beer and i was like almost on the floor and brian oh my God. uh brian preston was there and he was like I saw you. You only took one sip of beer. Like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? And I was Jesus like, I, I was Christ. like, how did you get out of there? I just went home. I, just, I got. I think I got somebody to take me home. Wow, yeah. shit. It was. It was, fu- it was fucked up. Yeah. Damn. So what? Is, like a roofie pill? Do they crush it and then drop it in your thing? You can just drop it like a powder, like Crystal Light, and it'll just alka seltzer into it. I think so. I yeah. Think it really takes it a just dissolves. Bit. Yeah, it's like Crystal Light. Damn. <laughs> It's like a Tums. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, all that's. It fun. doesn't happen. One- I don't. I don't feel like it happens as much now. But yeah, I don't we, know. Maybe and we laugh, but uh, yeah, so we, what was we your laugh. first? What was we your laugh. first bomb, or what was your worst bomb? My worst bomb. Uh, okay, my worst me. bomb. My worst bomb. Okay, the worst bomb. I'm gonna say it's the worst because it's an important show, and anytime you bomb an important show, that's immediately the worst bomb. It doesn't oh, matter yeah. if you went and did jokes at an open mic and nobody laughed. Yeah, yeah. I don't really consider that worst bomb. That's just a bad night. Mm-hmm. If you bomb on an important show, it's all about the stakes. Yes, if the yeah. stakes are high and you fucking drop the ball, that's all. That's on you completely. Yeah. That's on you completely. It's well done. Here, now, here's though. what happened. <laughs> Green turtle stakes. Okay. Do you? Do you? Hey, hey, Jordan, can you just take this? I, I don't, I'm holding on for way too long. Uh, <laughs> I hope that was on Jordan, mic, but Jordan, Jordan said, said it's his penis. penis. <laughs> Jordan's back in the game, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, do you remember uh, what a joke fest? It was a national oh, comedy yeah. festival uh, yeah, organized. You and, you and Steph, uh, Stefan. Uh, organized the Baltimore chapter. Yeah, we, we organized the Baltimore leg of it. It was a national comedy festival to raise funds for the ACLU. It was like right after Trump got elected, and it was this national comedy festival that a comedian from New York uh, named yeah, Emily Winter... They raised money for Jill Stein's recount. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, very well could have been, but uh, we did address the check to the ACLU, so hopefully they got it. Shouts okay. out, ACLU. Please stop sending me mail. I don't have that much money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no uh, Emily Winter and Jen Welsh, two uh, uh, New York City comedians, um, contacted me about it and organized it. Organized a fucking dope New York leg, and then I organized with uh, with Stefan. Uh, I think four or five shows over like a week. What a joke! Yeah, yeah, Festival. Yeah. There was, it was at Auto Bar Metro Metro, Metro Gallery was the Metro opening was night. Really good. Yeah, that was a dope. That was a dope that show. One. It was a Metro Gallery Auto Bar, and then we did The Crown, and I think, I th- think we did Auto Bar again. Anyway, the closing night was at The Crown, and I wasn't on any of the festival shows, and the late night Crown show for the, the closing night of the festival, I had Experts in Nothing um, as like a special kind of 
edition. It was yeah, expert. Yeah. It was like a comedy game show they used to do a wind up. Yeah, Pat Stork. Yeah, and Pat Stork John and Bennett, right? John Bennett. Shouts out to them. Yeah, uh, that was a dope show. I did that a couple times. Yeah, yeah, it's a really fun show. So I put it into the festival to like be a special edition, draw people out, like raise money for the ACLU, yeah. and uh, I I hadn't done any spots. And there was nobody. There was nothing to open for it because somebody had to start the show. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, I'll host. I'll like host and open this, and then, you know, they'll have all their stuff set up. I'll just open it up. I'll warm it up." So I booked. I think I booked myself for like maybe like a twenty, maybe even I don't even remember if it was like twenty, thirty minute opening. Right. Bad move off the bat. What am I doing? That's way off too long. The cuff. But uh, here, off but the here's cuff, the other part. 20. Dude, I was like, I'm doing it all. I'm doing the all. I'm doing the whole shebang. I'm doing, gonna do my entire act on this festival. Yeah, for zero to twenty for minutes. charity. <laughs> for charity. No, no. I mean, I had jokes. Look, no, I, mean, I just mean like you went from zero. Like you started the show from just you doing twenty minutes. It, yeah, like maybe and maybe even thirty. Because here's what happened. Right, I was walking down to the show and i was like i want to have a good show i want to be relaxed and i want everybody else to be relaxed so i got a little roofie <laughs> so i roofied yeah, i roofied myself else. i roofied myself relax no i had bought i had bought a okay so i had bought a slice of space cake for my friend okay right which is weed infused cake she baked she baked every part of the cake with weed it's the, all the way down the, the icing the was weed dude yeah the icing was weed the fucking cake part was weed the the fucking frosting Separate from the icing, icing and frosting are two different things. Was weed? Interesting. Everything, everything about it's it. all the parts of the cake I can think of. Uh, dude, it. I, I saw. So I was at a party when I bought it. It, it was somebody I know. Don't worry, I'm not buying fucking space cake off strangers. No, it's space cake. She she had baked it. Was No, no, no. Come come on, come on, Jordan. Throwing that, throwing advertisements in the middle. What the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> uh, so I had a corner of that and I ate it when I was walking down to the crown I ate a corner of the space cake and I was like this is gonna make me chill Yeah, right? this is gonna Ooh. be this is gonna kick in while I'm on stage and I'm gonna be like alright rest of the set's gonna be chill right? <laughs> so I got there sober and uh, yeah no I got there sober yeah exactly you're shaking your head I got there sober and uh, uh, I, I didn't drink that much I drank a little bit and um, then it was time to start the show and I go into my set and it's going it's, it's going alright it's not I'm not crushing it because I didn't proper like I was hosting as well, so you can't transition a host set into 30 minutes. That's yeah, yeah. impossible, as I found out. And <laughs> I was I was I was doing I was doing all right. And then this dude that's in, that's there for the show ACLU show paid 15 dollars to get in. Right, he's doing the most. He's doing the most. Right, he's in the front row. He's paying attention, and he's just starts shouting out just something like. Just something like, yeah, yeah, fucking fuck that, that, like, just shouting just at me things <laughs> that he thinks are funny, just full volume. And in that moment, the corner of the space cake just hits me. Uh. And every all everything in my head goes, <sighs> and I'm sitting there, and this guy's still yelling at me, and I haven't said anything yet, and I'm like, Oh shit! <laughs> and then I fucking I fucking couldn't really handle him because I was fucking the edibles had hit so hard. 
I had a hard time handling him. Then I half went into some material that was a little shaky. I wasn't doing my best stuff. And then I was like kind of fumbling my way around jokes because I'm fucking super stoned on a corner of a space cake <laughs> in front of people that paid $15 to the LC- ACLU <laughs> to see me do that. And I just fucking bombed the rest of the time. I bombed so bad one of... Uh, <laughs> John, John Bennett actually came up to me and he was like, man, all those bits about to going to the dentist, I guess I didn't do the punchlines right. Like I wasn't <laughs> delivering, I wasn't delivering them right. Right. So yeah. he was like, man, I should, you should really like, you know, talk to a therapist about that part, about that part, <laughs> of, about that part of your life. Like I wasn't, dude, I was so stoned. I wasn't doing it right. I wasn't doing comedy right. Was I was the, just, like, was the audience like rethinking free speech? <laughs> they weren't rethinking free speech. Although shouts out to Frankie French, she was on the Experts of Nothing show, and she uh-huh. was kept screaming at that guy. She got him to shut up. Like nice. she actually like did all the work for me, but I still bombed. Like it didn't really help. Like me, my set. But yeah. she, she fucking. So I actually saw her the other night in DC. She's fucking crushing it still. Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, yeah, it's that was. And then I and yeah, fucking bomb bomb a festival show festival that I helped set up. Festival yeah. that I talked people to come out to see me open for Experts of Nothing. Luckily, they had a show. That I mean, it was good, but yeah. definitely they were not going up with the best setup. It wasn't the best setup. It was very like, all right, I'm gonna get off stage and we're gonna do the rest of the show. Like, yeah, yeah. very like, w- did anything just happen? <laughs> Dude, what did we see? And yeah, that's that's the worst. Jesus you don't want to do. That. I don't yeah. know what would cross your mind to think that doing it. Like I, I'm not a seasoned smoker by any stretch of the imagination. Dude, but like edibles are different. That's edibles what I'm saying. That's different. what I'm saying. But like edibles, like you can't moderate. You can't. Yeah. Like you take it, and it's just like fingers crossed that it yeah. goes one way or the other. Like if I had an hit me right in the middle, right in the middle. Jesus, just everything down. Sheesh. Even the lights seem to get dimmer. You know oh what I mean? Like, I was in it. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, it does make me wonder how much of that was in your head that you bombed versus how much you, like, legitimately bombed worse than, you know. It probably wasn't completely terrible, but it wasn't what it should have been for the fact that it was the closing night of a festival yeah. show that was a national festival, like, raising money. Like, the stakes were up there. Mm-hmm. So for that... Uh, oh, thank you. One, two, for that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll be i'll be polite i'll be polite on mic try to stop me i'll be polite on mic try to stop me i'll say thank you right to the mic and people will be like what is he what is he thinking it doesn't matter i'm being polite i'm being polite jordan is giving chris a hand job right now it's very nice oh it's very man. polite yeah it feels it feels feels real good yeah i think i think anytime the stakes are high and you, and you bomb that's the worst that's the worst obviously mm-hmm. yeah. like could you imagine could you imagine doing a late night talk show set and no, you fucking not even bomb, but like you lose it in the middle of a joke yeah. that you've done a thousand times. You lose it, and it's like a weird moment, and then that's forever. Yeah. All your friends see it. All the comics that don't like you see it, and then they feel joy. John Bennett sees it. John Bennett sees it. No, your parents. Room. Your parents hey man, like you really get that checked out. Your parents see it. Your parents see it and like, oh. You start getting therapists yeah. recommended to you. <laughs> your Dude, therapist that's... sees it. It's like, oh, <laughs> your therapist you start rough. getting prescriptions. You see someone else. <laughs> your ther- yeah, yeah. Your therapist is like, wait, were you? You were the guy last night. Oh man, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't like a television. Set. That was like a New Year's Eve show. Yeah, it was a New Year's Eve yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty yeah. big event, dude. That's a big event. It's like bombing a Netflix event. special. That Not is, really. That is a big at event. Because you dude, can't I, really bomb a Netflix special. You can't. They'll just retake it. it. Yeah. They'll just retake it. Yeah. There's yeah, only yeah, one New Year's, bomb. though, dude. That's true. There only is one. Can I ask you, you guys 
ask a question? Like, this is sort of for, for Chris and Jimmy as both... Chris, you're a musician, yeah, dude, What about like, me and Travis? What'd you say? What about me and Travis? Uh, you guys are cool. Um, <laughs> 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 well, this is a question about, about mu- like, kind of comparing music and, uh, and comedy. I'm curious what you think about... I notice, like, bands don't always have good timing and, like, a sense of, like, like mm. with banter and stuff like that. Like and, jokes? Well, like... Like, some some pe- some musicians are really really funny, really yeah. good at it. Yeah, some are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm saying like, <laughs> oh Jimmy, no, Jim, I'm sure Jimmy Jimmy's crushes funny, it. Dude. I'm sure Jimmy. I, I got to come out and see you one time, Jimmy. See what see what you do in the middle of songs. You I, do, like, yeah, or, you sorry, do. not in between songs. <laughs> do you? I do banter. You do a little banter. You do a little banter with the crowd, or you just yourself? What's going on? I don't really participate with the crowd. I mean, I'll, I'll talk to people in the crowd, but mostly right. I just come with little fucking. You just you're just quips. looking at somebody in the crowd like, hey, yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, look try, at this man's shirt. <laughs> I try to use it. I try to just you know, so it's not just some yeah. random guy. Do you there do you do like do you do like bantery intros to the song? Like you know. Back in uh, 1967, Don Henley had an idea. And he put it down. <laughs> oh, not like that corny, but yeah. I do. Cassette like tapes. <laughs> Jimmy will say, like, we're Sounds taking it all the way back to 2003. Yeah. <laughs> With another yeah. classic from. Little guy named R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I have a whole little fucking thing I go through before I play, uh, what's it called, Remix to Ignition. It really gets people going. Do you but, do you play that for for real? Yeah, still. Oh, and I make, uh, Jimmy. And then and then so what I'll do is Jimmy, you're 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 like the, you're like the Fox News of like playing <laughs> songs in, <laughs> in what bars. I'll, do is I'll start off. I'll play Billie Jean, right? Which is oh, like man, the semi, yeah. you know, kind of controversial on the line. Yeah, on the line. And then they were like, yeah. "You will not drag MJ." It's like, think, are you really drawing the line? Yeah. Well, I think if you claim to be about it, how can you draw that line? Because he's dead. Okay, is that is that the separating? Well, thing? I well, think, the thing is, like, if you. Don't listen to his music. It's not like not helping him. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Like if you yeah, cancel yeah. R. Kelly, he doesn't make any money. If you cancel yeah, yeah. MJ, okay. it's like, like so there are real so there are real repercussions. Right. Yeah. We're it's not all just, about money. Yeah, we're not canceling people like to fast. We're canceling people to have an actual effect on their career if we right. disagree right. with them. So, you can still listen to R. Kelly. Just right. Steal his oh, music. Oh yeah, yeah. No amount of crimes can make fucking Thriller not a good album. Right. So why are we going to pretend it's not a good album? You can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll admit right now uh, publicly. Maybe I was uh, wrong about Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I'll, 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 so I'll, I'll do a little thing where I play Billie Jean, and then I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to get you yeah, guys all yeah. started up like that. We'll tone Does it down. Does it stir people up, or do people bang to it? It really depends on what's going on. You know, well, you gotta, you gotta understand. Maybe I play in. Fells Point, right? Canton, they don't give a shit. Towson, yeah, they don't give a shit. They're not. It's not the same. They're not. Woke they haven't even thing. heard of it. You're not they playing. Haven't even heard of it. What? Oh, they Wait, know. But what, they, ha- what happened? You play R. Kelly. This is an acoustic like, at fucking wind up. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. like it's a, it's a whole different. Ooh, thing. I'd love to see you do those songs in wind up. <laughs> it makes me. You know, I w- I I would be interested to see. I mean, I would. I would do it. I bet you I could pitch pitch it to Russell, and just because he likes to see shit like that happen, he'd make it happen. It's just like it's just a whole different. Yeah, but. Yeah, like, honestly, people, dude, it's like uh, when you go down to places like that. Do people boo you when you go into R. Kelly? Um, I've had a couple people just be like, "No, no, no." <laughs> <laughs> just when you start playing it and you start getting into it, they're like, "No, no." Yeah, yeah. half the room runs up to dance. The other half's like, "No." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like that's the kind of stuff that I don't know. I feel like that's. Part, at least for me, I consider that part of doing a live show because other the other option to me is just to be a guy who just plays like a fucking CD player for right. Four you're making hours. you're making something happen. You're making yeah. emotions happen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they are hate, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but 
you're 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 listening something and they're like this guy, but they're paying attention. Yes, and you're playing songs, and yes. maybe the next song you play might be hungry like hungry like the wolf duran duran and they're like oh shit he had this up his sleeve oh yeah. now i'm in yeah right mm-hmm. they'll forgive you, you for they'll forgive exactly. you for the song exactly that happens with that happens with comedy too if you do a joke that's like kind of dirty or offensive and people are like ooh, if you followed up with a real nice change of pace joke that doesn't offend anybody but it's good mm-hmm. they'll forget about the joke you did before yeah they'll be like oh fuck yeah that's i'm, I'm into that They'll keep going with you. You don't gotta go. You don't gotta go back to it. I mean, you can if you really want to fuck with them. Yeah, you know, but like, it's, it's, remember it's, those it's babies. Really, it's just, <laughs> I I do think. I mean, my personal way I look at things is like, I don't, I don't consider it. I don't want to say like, oh, like if I go up on stage and I like do a little work into playing an R. Kelly song, mm-hmm. I don't look at that from a standpoint of like, oh, I'm doing this to be edgy, you know. But it's like, in my personal opinion, I think we should be able to fucking dance that song because this is a good song. And I like the fact that it's culturally relevant to make... I don't make any, like, like you know, in-depth commentary. I don't fucking go on a fucking soapbox. and I just make, like, little quips, go into it. Because to me, I would dig that. And so when other... Well, like, like I guess, I guess, what well, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, if I if I would find that entertaining, then I would do it, and that's my only reason for doing it. And so if other right. people push back against it, it's like, well, I don't know. I didn't do it to piss you off, right? But I understand that some people would be pissed off as a result of that. But that's kind of the point of being a live performer, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, you can't you can't play to what you can't play to what you think people might be, how you think people might react. You can't yeah. play to that because you can't mm-hmm. predict it. Yeah, you can't predict it. I'm I'm always surprised at you know who's who's into what i'm it's like sometimes i'm i'm at like i'll be doing an open mic and there'll be like one couple who's super fucking into it and i'm legitimately surprised mm-hmm. like i've seen i've seen uh people at open mics just give everybody a chance and you can see it happening when they're mm-hmm. like into it and they just like like comedy and even if the joke's not that great they're still into it you mm-hmm. know what i mean they mm-hmm. give you a chance that's always amazing. To me. That's the other thing that's weird about the ticketed shows is that when you when you when you do like a ticketed show, you're paying money. There's an expectation. Exactly, exactly. So people you have go to in rise there. above the expectation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people go in there and they they like they expect a certain product because there there was yeah. money. They invested fifteen dollars. Yeah. Like, well, I expect something. You better you know? be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Why'd you say it like that? I, I, just like, that's how they say it in their mind, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude, what's that supposed to be? I, I don't know. I I'm, to get maybe this podcast I'll, canceled. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to get you guys canceled, but uh, I I feel like Jordan said something to get you guys canceled. Probably Jordan last, did it. Jordan. Probably Jordan. last week. That was Jordan. Yeah, Jordan said all that. You got you guys got canceled last week. Did you guys not know that? <laughs> Rip, dude. Rip. All I did was uh, was. Talk too much. <laughs> talk too much. <laughs> How much did Jordan talk last week? No, Jesus. It was, I didn't think you talked too much. No, it was fine. We no, talked. It was, a, cool. it was a completely equal conversation. It was just. Well, it just it ended up being a long episode, right? Yeah, it was our longest yet. How long so was the episode? Yeah, how long was that episode? Three hours and 48 minutes, but we don't have a fucking. Fuck. Wow. I don't know uh-huh. even that, that shit. Actually, shit. actually, it might be. I, our three longest episodes were Alex's birthday episode, his 30th birthday episode, where we were just drinking fucking Prosecco. Prosecco, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, classy. And then, uh, yeah, it was classy, actually. And uh, Brett Ernst. Nice. Which is a good one. 
Nice. It's episode 96 for my once. You got him when he was in town. That was nice. like three plus hours, and then like two. You guys hours were just bullshitting, huh? Oh yeah, it was three. Dude, it was we hung it, out well, to like five a.m. Ivan was on it, yeah. and Leland was on it. Ooh. So it was just like Ooh. it was just talking. Leland. How much? How much did Leland talk? Let me let me hear that. Um, Leland was kind of he was okay. Uh, he was kind of uh, back offish in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of threw something in every now and then. You got yeah, you got to ease in. But then it. we got into a. Pr- fairly long discussion as i recall about like uh, race relations and shit like that and it was mainly a conversation between ivan and brett oh, nice. and uh leanland kind of chimed in on that a fair amount more it was a it was actually an overall good episode i recommend yeah, you guys listen to good. it 96 i remember i remember actually this reminds me i did a uh you were on it too eric we did uh, Jordan and uh, Leland's podcast that uh oh, yeah that was fun. was a live show also yeah and um I've only been sent a, a, a file of it through Google uh, Google yeah. Drive that is uh, deleted. So what <laughs> happened? <laughs> oh, I still have that. Oh, you still have that? Yeah, yeah. Still I have exists, it somewhere. Definitely. It just never got released. Still, Leland yeah. Leland uh, Leland did, did pretty good on that. He had, he took the lead on that one, I think. Yeah, a little bit. This show was great. Yeah, it was I, a great show. It was a, a, a live a live podcast show. Yeah, you, it was called In the Pocket Live. Uh, and I made a joke on that show, on that recording. I was like, "You, you asked like when? When is this going to come out?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, "Oh, this is going to be one of those podcasts where you ask like, hey, well, yeah, when? When is this going to be out?'" And it's like, "Oh, we didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just never gets released. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, we did like like four or five of those, like some live and some in my basement where we mm-hmm. just we the idea of that was jamming with yeah. the music and then uh people were there for it i was surprised that the people were really into it no who yeah. was there uh fucking oh shit we were talking about him earlier uh marissa's friend uh fuck he was there whoever it was he was at that show in the audience randomly, and he was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't know oh, you, Greg. Like, yeah, Greg was there. Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like shout shouts out to Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was at the Crown. We did it in the red room. In the blue, uh, room, blue room, right? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, we did it in the blue room, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, Eric, you I started just sang a song about uh, not wanting to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> or, yeah no, that. not that. I was like, I wish more people were here. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and then that, that was crooning it. You had a that kind of got yeah, yeah. That kind of yeah. got people into it. And then you did another this song crooning. Yeah. yeah, and then you did another song. I don't know. I don't know. Oh if it yeah, was... me and Leland were singing about. Um, it was a rap, pooping or something. Yes, and then people started getting turned off by that. Yeah. And then... yeah. <laughs> well, but then we just like kept. Had people it... were like not into it, and then we yeah. just kept going further and kept further going. into you, it. You got, yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to keep going. As as I'll soon uh, as there's some resistance, you you got to be like, all right, I got to push this all the way. I'm gonna pull that up, and that'll be the the exit of this episode. Oh hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. The 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 pooping part of that podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good end. Yeah. Well, and then you were on guitar on that one. I was on right? guitar, and yeah. when I listened back to it, I realized it was a little out of tune. <laughs> you play guitar, dude. I gotta show you my pedal board. I do. I, I do just play guitar. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Dude. Crushing. Dude, we can. Dude, Jordan we can, Levine with Jimmy's got five pedals that'll turn his guitar off. They're fucking. <laughs> <sick>. <laughs> yeah, this one turns it off. This one turns it on. You don't want to mess up the wiring because if you do it wrong, this the one that turns it off might turn it on by accident. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was good. Yeah. We can fucking... Uh, yeah, we can uh, wrap up, probably. Yeah, dude. We talk shit on uh, pretty much everybody we can think Everything, of. Everything, dude. Yeah, I know. There's real shit talking. Like, Eric, you were goading me a little bit into that. <laughs> You're like, why do you have such a problem with... Uh, da, da, da. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, that was all you, man. No, no. I see, so I see what you're doing over there. I see you. I can, yeah, we're going to have to clip that and put that on Facebook exclusively. Yeah, we'll make that... that yeah. Oh, no, please. <laughs> that'll, be the, that'll be the Instagram <laughs> You're going to tag the sun? Yeah, like, yeah. hey, look what, look, what, uh, look what Chris Hudson said. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the fucking captions, like Chris Hudson shits on everyone on episode yeah. 146. Yeah, local well, vegetarian restaurant employee. <laughs> <hates the sun. laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, I do no, a lot of comedy. You can check me out at chrishudson.co. Look, I just did a plug. Mm-hmm. There you go. Co. Yeah, Co. I couldn't afford the dot com. Somebody's you're squatting on it. It may, it might be Dan Nyman. <laughs> you're popping on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, plug yeah, uh, Twitter. yeah. At at CW Hudson. Uh, H-U-D-S-O-N. viral tweets going on? I got I got some tweets that have a little bit, a number, nothing super sick. super viral. You got that bird flu? <laughs> bird flu? Yeah, they viral. Sure. I don't know. I got, I got some. Eric's got the fucking bird flu. You got dude. the crown twice a month, two different shows. Twice a month. Every second Thursday, Fresh Five, new material show. Comedians doing new jokes that they've never done before in front of anybody. Mm-hmm. It's real fun. Comedians get real scared. It's fun to see comedians get scared. And then the f- fourth Thursday, everything will be okay. Running for almost six years. Headliners from New York, LA, DC, Philly, Atlanta, every city you can think of, passing through, doing the show. Just maxed out my cities right there. Yeah. So that's <laughs> Austin. Oh, did I mention Austin? Whoa. Boom. Austin's going to happen. No, it'll all happen. It all happened. No, there's, and then there's also, you know, the, so those are the headliners and the comics themselves also are opening for the headliners from other cities and Baltimore. Homegrown talent always on the show. New faces always on the show. Dude, I, I feel like, like, uh, you guys, you guys know, well, of course you guys know Beth Hayden, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, that was her first showcase she ever did was Everything Will Be Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And now she's like fucking screaming about dicks in every city. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Sick. There you go. Sick. We got it. Travis, my boy. Oh, and Chris, you're headlining the uh, Charm City Comedy Festival. Charm City Comedy Festival, May 10th. Yeah, yeah. 8.30. Tickets available on Eventbrite. Chirk that shit up. But if you hear this and show up and be like, yo, you said you could get me in, I'll probably try. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you made it through this whole episode. If you, you made it through everything, ticket, yeah, I'll get you. Just yeah. hit Chris up if on If you Facebook. made it to this point, you got to I'll try. get you in. I'll just be like, I don't know. He's my brother or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travis. What you got, bro? I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go make some s'mores after this, I think. Okay. Late night s'mores. And uh, Is it marshalltravis.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the website for my photography. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be. this boy. Yeah. If you're in Baltimore and need photography services, use Travis Marshall. It's me. It's industry standard. Um, By the way, I like Jordan. that outfit that you're rocking tonight, dude. Yeah, dude, that's White a very Jimmy I was literally going to wear the dude. blue jeans and some fucking <laughs> flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. Dude, all day, all day, I've been thinking Jimmy's in his underwear. That's because I've seen him in white shirt, blue jeans so many times that he's just wearing the white shirt and shorts. I'm like, that's fine. I was actually really <laughs> mad when he was wearing shorts. I was hoping he'd be wearing some fucking like similar thing that I'm wearing. I, I literally wore this to make fun but of him. But you had a one. <laughs> oh, man. That's, commi- that's commitment. And that Jimmy commitment, fucked man, it up. It, well, it's been dude, fucking making fun of you time. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice outfit, dude. dude. Really? <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking reversal, dude. What do you expect? He's a wrestler. <laughs> I'm beginning to think Jimmy doesn't like me. <laughs> Good luck asking me out again, bro. <laughs> yeah. The worst date ever. <laughs> Oof. You get that oh, on my shit. on my way tax. <laughs> yeah, Jordan. What you got, Jordan? What do you got, dude? Uh, same thing I plugged last time. We got that. <laughs> <laughs> so Word. check out the Baltimore chapter of the DSA. Jordan is their master but no keeper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's com. That's CL. Is my friend.com. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but the next stand-up show is that one you're on. It's oh, a, yeah. It's June 7th. Yep. It's a Friday. Um, it's part yeah. of the Friday stand-up, right? The new yeah. Friday stand-up series. Yep. Two shows. Yeah. Two shows. Two shows Friday night. And a nine or something. Yeah, know. yeah. Us, Olga, Beth and Hayden's Beth Hayden on that show. Oh, Crusher yeah, yeah. Show, dude. Michael's hosting. Uh, and check me out on Instagram. Uh, Levine Jordan Levine Design is what it is. Hell and yeah. Twitter too. And at Levine Jordan. Wonder Books, all that shit. Yep. L e v i n e. There's another. Uh, when I was trying to tag you on Facebook, I ran across another Jordan Levine on Facebook. Spelled the same way. Is Hot it? chick. Oh, okay, because there is Hot also... Chip. Almost tagged her. There's also <laughs> a gay porn You should have tagged her. There's a gay porn Yeah. That is pretty cool. That's cool. so cool. Alex, you want to plug something? Yeah, or man. No, sorry, Jordan. I'm, I cut you off. Oh, no, it's just I've kind of stumbled upon uh, his stuff on Tumblr. And there you go. <laughs> he's very prolific. I like how you say stumble <laughs> upon, and like it's not searched for. <laughs> he was Jordan, looking for his own Tumblr. Dude. Listen, <laughs> I was just perusing. Listen, okay, Jordan was just googling himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna be embarrassed searching my own. He just name typed in his own name, <laughs> gay porn, just to see what comes up. <laughs> just trying to remember if he did it or not. Someone sent J- Jordan a very worrying text. And he just had to make sure nothing was online. <laughs> um, Alex. Um. Hello, I'm Eric's brother. <laughs> I like poop jokes. I think we kind of lo- got lost track of that. But um, <laughs> check out my podcast, Voyage Down the Amazon. We read funny Amazon reviews, and it's everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. It's called nice. Voyage Down the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's VDT Amazon on yeah. everything. You got I've some funny uh, You got Alex Dyer. You got Lindsay, yes. who I don't know her last name. Lindsay Schwartz. Lindsay oh, Schwartz. Oh, shit, she tries to be like kind of Lindsay S. <laughs> Eric's been a guest on it. It's a VDT Amazon on, it, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I have not been a guest on it, but check it out. I know we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> working on it, dude. Jamie, you got your own language thrown right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> right back. Taste your own medicine. Yeah, Damn, we're working dude. on it, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, we're working on it. Just give us a second. We're working on it. <laughs> we'll do it at the Matter House. Jeez Louise. Eric, you want to go or you want to uh, go? So what Jordan said, I'll just reiterate that. June 7th at Zissimo's. It's going to be a fun show. It's two shows, early or late. I'll be at both of them. Check it out. Um, other than that, working on some show ideas for the summer. Stay tuned. Hot pepper themed shit. Very yeah. spicy boys. Um, and then LFTS podcast all across the board. Jimmy? Uh, let's see here. Uh, as I pull up this song with my slow ass fucking internet, whatever, I'll edit it in at the end. Anyway, uh, let's see. Just looking at my calendar that I conveniently keep on my desk to disprove anyone that accuses me of ghosting them. <laughs> uh, I'll be at the point in Towson on Friday, May 10th. That's nine to one with John Burkhardt of Thunder Club. Check out their new EP, by the way. They just uh, recorded their. Uh, last day at the studio, not that I would fucking know. Nice. But uh, 
There are new EPs coming out. But anyway, yeah, John Burkhardt, Thunder Club, and Joe Niehaus. We had the full band. It's really always a fun time. Uh, Points House and 901. And then every Sunday night at the horse you came in on in Fells Point. Uh, sounds lame, and sometimes it is. Uh, but for the most part, it's dope. Uh, 10 to close. Uh, that's Mother's Day, too, according to my calendar. Yeah, Mother's so, Day is... Bring your mom. Next Sunday, right? Yeah. Next. Yeah. Dose de Mayo. We love moms. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta send my mom some flowers. Something. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, we gotta coordinate something for mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, yeah. You, should, you should wear, like, corresponding outfits with Eric's just wear, like, I love you, and you have the mom. Can we do something like that? I don't want to do something. I really... <laughs> That's why I met. That's why I brought. It. I'd like so- <laughs> that's I'd like why to- I brought it up. I'd like to do something Instagrammable. Yeah, oh give your mom an Instagram moment. She deserves it. Yeah, yeah. she does. That's true. SEO optimized. Yes, kids. dude. She'll get so many likes. She'll be like, I've never felt this popular. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, shit. LFTS podcast on everything. Instagram, Twitter, my Laughable. internet's out. Laughable shouts out Laughable. They are now available on Droid as well. So download that. It's like a podcast app, kind of like a an index for comedians and podcasts. So you mm-hmm. type in your favorite comedian, and it'll draw you up a list of every podcast he's been on. It's really a, yeah. A check it out. Go to our page idea, on there. Awesome. Subscribe. Click on one of our names. Click on my name. It'll redirect you to all the podcasts I've been on. Yeah. Check out t- the last digression sessions. I was on there. Uh, check out uh, mm. you know Jimmy. Yeah, type in my name. You'll see all the zero podcasts. And <laughs> see 146 straight episodes of Live from the Studio. You didn't get tagged in the Laugh Finder one? Oh, I was on that, but that was recorded at my studio. Oh, I've yeah. never had anyone say, yo, come to my place. Yeah, and you can yeah. be a guest. It's always been like, yo, you know how you're already recording me? Yeah. Can you talk as well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. This doesn't count. But whatever. Yeah, type in my name too and read it and weep. Guys, we'll get Jimmy on another podcast. Let's start this campaign. <laughs> um, put, uh, G- put Jimmy in the hot seat. Put Jimmy in the hot seat. Yeah. yeah man. But we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Peace. peace.